A big crowd is expected here at Topfield, and it's a derby worthy of the big attendance as well. Hitchin Town of Hertfordshire take of Bedford Town of, you guessed it, Bedfordshire here at Topfield. <laughs> We're looking forward to this one. It should be a cracker, Marak, under grey skies. We've had two weeks without football, and football is now back for a, back with a bang. Yeah, no, and, and what, what a bang it is, man. I mean, Bedford, um, we didn't play too well against them last time, um, but uh, yeah, there's all kinds of excuses for that. We've had a little word with Callum as well, who's uh, yeah, who's goodness a me, <laughs> bit of a boy for both of us, really, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Yes. But, uh, yeah, no, it's a lovely, cloudy, overcast day. Uh, the pitch looks absolutely amazing, considering the snow and everything and frost that we've had. I think the groundsmen have done an excellent job uh, on the ground again. It's looking really nice and shiny. The only thing we're waiting for now is, of course, the result. Absolutely. Two weeks of out of game for both of these teams. Hitchman were meant to be travelling to Colville uh, last Saturday and then Barwell on the Monday. Both games off due to frozen pitches home uh, and away. So a chance for all the players to get back in training. Hitchin have a fully fit squad today. Uh, with the exception of just Steve Cooley, uh, who is out injured. I think Melster picked up an injury, uh, a recurring injury, really, in training uh, this week, which means that Josh yeah. uh, Allen is on debut. He makes the bench today. The man brought in a loot. Hey, Marek, you've done a Marek, you've done a bit of agent work here, haven't you? <laughs> Throwing back to the Stevenage game on that Monday night. You had a chat with him, and a few weeks later, he rocks up in the hitching colours. Yeah, pr quite weird, weird really. I was, uh, yeah, I was having a little chat to him, and uh, it's a mate of Daniel Idiokoa, and, uh, and I said to him, like, you know, where, where do you play? He says, up front. I said, oh, well, you might want to go and have a word with Burks then because uh, I think we're looking for a striker or could definitely and, do and with one. And you told Berkey after as well. Yeah. You, know, you said to him, I've been, I've been talking to someone. Uh, of course, there's a good link up between the two clubs, which means yes, he's uh, coming on loan. Oh, the rattle's back. Oh, <laughs> the the rattle. death rattle. Uh, it's going to be a good crowd in here. Plenty of noise going on. Uh, I've got some shout outs uh, as well. Hitching fan James is down in front of us, celebrates his 12th birthday today. So happy birthday. Happy uh, you, James. Uh, Stan's Nanan, of course, is always listening in. And my mum, she's probably not worked out the time difference yet, but she's in Stockholm listening in with oh, her well. friend this afternoon on a little weekend uh, trip away. Uh, but yeah, the Hitchin fans are in good numbers. The Bedford fans have gathered over on the uh, far side. You can see their uh, blue colours. And it's not been the season they'd have wanted so far, but they've still had some excellent attendances this season. It's a well-supported club, as you'd expect. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're just looking around the ground. It's really filling up. And you Usually, like when there's 15 minutes to go, it's kind of dribble, 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 isn't it? But this is really, you know, it's, it's getting it's getting busy down here. And you'd expect nothing else, really. Um, we've had estimations that there's going to possibly be about 700 of them coming through the gates. Uh, they're a peaceful lot, Ben, but it's only really their, uh, <laughs> one of their players that are a bit rowdy. Um, but, yeah, no, overall, they're, they're a friendly bunch. It's, uh, it's certainly the A600 derby, as it's become known. So two weeks since Hitchens' last game, Marek, seems like a real long time ago now that two... 2-1 win over Mikulova. Um, look, as Mark Burke said in his programme notes, we got off to the worst start possible there, <laughs> conceding after just uh, two minutes. Well, it was one minute. It was at 36 seconds. I was going to say. Uh, in fact, in this game, so Berkey's been generous uh, there. But he said, we responded to this setback very well and got back in the game to equalise with a well-worked goal. Uh, we caused yeah. Mikulova problems with our football and we really should have scored from a free header, which I think he meant from Kieran Jones and he headed over the bar. Yeah. Um, he said, we started the second half bright 
tightly. The game then settled into a bit of a stalemate, but after 50, uh, 65 minutes, we took the lead. And then Mikolova made some subs, changed their formation to play with three strikers. We yeah. were forced to defend deeply, not because we chose to, but because Mikolova pressed so hard for the equaliser. We were grateful to Charlie Horlock for making a, a brilliant save at the death. It's one of those games that really could have swung either way, but Hitchin, they held firm. They were throwing bodies in front of the ball by the end of that game, and they just wanted it that tiny bit more. Mate, it was an incredible uh, rear guard performance from Charlie Orlock and his crew uh, at, at the back that really did sort of keep us keep us in it right up until the end because Mikolova did really start to throw the kitchen sink at us. Um, and, and I have to also put out a shout to their food people because mm. that was that was really nice. The sausage and the curry sauce in a cup and everything and the chips were done properly. And it's just great, friendly, atmospheric club, wasn't it? It was really, I've, I really enjoyed it. Probably one of the best away games I've had. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to being up there from September, actually. That'd be my local team in this league anyway, and I'll certainly be going uh, down a little bit more. It's good to talk to their BBC Radio Derby reporter, yeah. uh, Noah Abrahams, uh, as well on that day. Well, Mark Burt made sure there was plenty of training going on, uh, both on Saturday afternoon and Monday uh, night at the uh, arena. Uh, and they also sent a scout to watch Barwell on Saturday. Their game, of course, went ahead on their 3G pitch, but yeah. uh, the pitch inspection was a formality in Mark Burke's words. The ground was frozen solid, uh, <laughs> so they had another training session uh, for that one. So both teams having an enforced rest, they'll just be itching to get back out there today. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm itching to get back in this seat where I'm sat right now. It's just, you know, you miss a, you miss a week and it's like something's missing out your yeah. life, isn't it? And uh, yeah, it has been freezing. And, uh, and, and like you say, it's, it hasn't really been the weather for it. And some days that we can really sort of have uh, skeletal freezes. And, uh, and it's not very nice. You know, it's almost painful, isn't it? But I think today has really sort of got a nice little cut in it to, uh, you know, Jones is back in his shorts. Um, standing <laughs> yeah. over there, look at him. Yeah, so it's not super cold. I'll run through the teams anyway. Hitchin have uh, named an unchanged lineup for the third uh, game in a row. Starting lineup in the league anyway. Charlie Horlock in goal. Uh, Lane Eady left wing back. Toby Syme, Kieran Jones, Lewis Barker, and then Bradley Bell make up the rest of the defence. It's Gleeson, uh, Guvea, and Sneelis in midfield of Idiokoa, partnering Hay up front. Coldicott Stevens, Wilkinson, De Silva, Georgiou, and Newman, Joshua Allen uh, are all on the bench. For Bedford Town, Number one is Harry Palmer, two Drew Richardson, uh, three Samuel Warburton, four Jack Keeble, five Charlie Sanders, who captains the side today, six Hugh Alban Jones, who scored that rocket in the reverse fixture from that indirect free kick, mm. uh, seven Connor Tomlinson, eight Joe Butterworth, ten Edward Giamphy, uh, and 11 William Owens and 15 Kai Phelan. The subs are 9 Rene Howe, uh, 12 Afalabi Sayemi Olalade, 16 Callum Donnelly's assistant manager, of course, uh, at the moment, and 17 uh, Joshua Page. No real surprises in that Hitchin lineup. Stan Georgiou again uh, is on the bench as his Rio de Silva. Laney Eady is making that left wing spot, left wing back spot his own now. Yeah, and the one, one thing I've noticed, and that's um, no Cawley, obviously. Uh, I mean, no, he's, he's not, injured. He's yeah. still injured. I mean, I, mean, I just sort of took a little stroll down past the new stands with him and uh, he, he seemed full of character, mm. but he just, he, yeah, he weren't swaggering like he yeah. normally does. The, the, the official line was that Hitchin was set to face Colville and then Barwell with a full squad available. He, so he, uh, taking that to mean he was meant to be back fit for those games. He's right. now become injured again. You know, he was doing so well earlier this season as well. He then hit an injury in recent weeks and he's just not quite been able to come back from that. But you'd think with the two weeks off, 
you know, yeah. it would mean he's in a better position to come back, but uh, not to be, unfortunately. Frustrating for him, frustrating for Hitchin, but, you know, Idiokoa and Hay seem to be getting things clicking. Idiokoa well, keeps getting better and better. Yeah, he does, and uh, it's nice to know that we did just extend his loan as well a little bit. Um, I mean, Steve Cawley now, I mean, great player that he is and has been. I mean, he's certainly, uh, he's certainly definitely got plenty left uh, for Hitchin, but I think maybe more of a, of a cameo role he's going to start playing now if these injuries are just... Listen, mate, the older you get, take it from me. The older you get, the longer you take to heal. And, uh, and I'm, I'm telling you, 200%. He has been so key this season as well, though. Those uh, six goals that he scored, Steve Corley, his first touch is uh, superb. He often receives so much praise uh, for that and numerous other elements of his game. As David brings you over your coffee. Yeah, bless him. He's an absolute legend, this <laughs> David. Absolutely, <laughs> so no Corley no today. Um, no. A lot of other news as well. Uh, Jack Morell um, is back from injury, doesn't make the squad again, though. He actually took part uh, in an internal friendly at Slough Town uh, right. during Hitchens' trip to Mikulova, uh, along with Mal Black and Tem Dempsey Thomas. Now, uh, Kai Teal has joined at Potton United on dual registration. They'll go play there with Alfie Warman. Uh, Dempsey Thomas, who we've still not seen anything of, really, no. uh, has joined Soham Town Rangers. And Malachi Black has gone to uh, Corby Town, who are managed by former Bedford manager Gary Septrell. So he's in safe hands uh, there at Step 4 uh, on dual registration. Three players who have been short on game time. But yeah, but mate, Kai Teal at Step 5, he's maybe better than that level. Malachi Black, he needs some game time, though, doesn't he? He wasn't getting a look in here. No, he wasn't getting a looking but it's still a great player in Mal Black and they've got themselves a, a right good player down there and uh, hopefully he can he can bounce back and, um, and and come back to Hitchin and give us some. Yeah Kieran Jones also extending his loan from Brackley uh, for a further month which is uh, good news I mean we all just want to see him stay for the end of the season of course <laughs> he'll still be budding to play step two football and deservedly so in all honesty. Well the problem with keeping Kieran Jones until the end of the season is he's going to clean up all the awards again. Yeah and, no, <laughs> you know what will. I mean <laughs> you can't have a loaney doing yeah, that. Mark Burke will have to kick him out just before the end of the season. Uh, <laughs> and then he can go and celebrate promotion with Brackley as well. Yeah, so true. Go, yeah. go and enjoy that with them and yeah, scoop, all, scoop up all the awards here. So Bedford, a lot of the news of them, Marek, has been off the pitch. Started the yes. season with Gary Setchell in the dugout uh, after he earned them promotion last season. He was sacked in late November uh, with Bedford five points above the relegation zone. Just one win in seven. <laughs> Bedford fans in the whole weren't particularly happy uh, with the news, but it's a bored Marek that are happy to pull the trigger relatively early in complete contrast to Hitchin. Yeah, well, yeah, that's as, as we saw, we had a little chat with Cal um, before we, regarding those, um, without those sort of little bit of a bumpy road mm. that they kind of went through. Yeah, uh, so that was just their first permanent manager of the season. Yeah. Graham Tomlinson, who was Setchell's assistant, and midfielder Callum Donnelly then took charge on a temporary basis, earned a draw at Tamworth, Great uh, then won at Barwell and thumped Rushton and Diamond 6-1. Paul Davis, the former Stratford Town and Oxford City boss, then took over, changed a lot of things around. We can't go into too much detail no. from what Callum says, of <laughs> course, uh, and only three games in was sacked and now Tomlinson and Donnelly back in charge again on interim terms only had one game so far because of the postponements that was a two-all draw mm. at Bromsgrove two weeks ago they're unbeaten in the dugout those two in four games mate this isn't an easy call it don't matter I mean look they, they, it was boys against men when they when we played over there but a lot's happened at Itchin but a lot's happened at Bedford as well uh, and they seem to be going from strength to strength their mm. league position is 16th uh, does them no justice at all uh, 
they're a lot better than that and we know they're a lot better than that and we really are going to be uh, have to be on top of our game mate so the two teams out there now Mark Burke instructing instructing his side you feel he's really going to be up for this day you don't often see him no. going through and overseeing the warm-up like you do now but he's barking orders at them how much of that is going to be because it's a local derby because he's going up against Callum Donnelly his old mate he did his taxes for him earlier this week yeah that's what I was saying well you've hit two nails right on top of the head there he's not going to want to lose against his uh, against Cal is he and uh, and and yeah you know he's, he's just letting these boys know that listen man we've we've got to be switched on for this and and, and early as well especially after the performance gets Mikel over it's all right you know getting yourself in trouble if you can get out of the trouble like we just managed to do but against this side mm. yeah well in the reverse fixture we also conceded after just one minute that defensive game plan going straight out of the window Hitchin can't have a repeat of that no uh, as the two teams will meet in the middle, hitching in their yellow and green, Bedford in their blue and white as football, uh, non-league football gets back underway for Hitchin Town and Bedford Town. It's going to be one of those, Marak, where we don't get too many listening in today because they have all flooded through the turnstiles at top field. Yeah, no, it's okay, man. We, we, we cater for those that can't actually get here uh, and we're very proud to do that as well. Um, but yeah, there's this huge amounts of people here. The ground is really packing out yeah. and this is what we want, isn't it? We want that atmosphere down here absolutely Charlie Horlock will meet Charlie Sanders in the middle for the coin toss right pair of Charlie's as Ashley Hay stands over doing his stretches on the halfway line scored that winning goal at Mikelova took it really well didn't he thumped it home yeah it's a beautiful goal from Ash uh, earned him the uh, HTFC radio man of the match that day um, if he's on form today um, and especially with uh, Idiokoa as well sort mm. of uh, maybe just in behind him um, they're, they're the two guys that we're going to be looking for uh, to, mm. to put goals in the back of the net for Hitchin Town very interested as well just to sort of see obviously because of the uh, Mac uh, outer national connection there I want to see Joshua Allen come on and do a good one Absolutely. Josh Cody caught Stevens, one of the subs having to sprint across, as always <laughs> seems to be the case. The rattle gets going. Now, top field will burst into noise this afternoon, but who will come away of the points today, Marek Alionic? Well, with the spoils today, I'm, listen, I'm sticking with my coupon rate. Hitchin, <laughs> Hitchin Town are going to turn them over. We're going to reverse that deficit. Um, Bedford have got goals in them. I'll tell you what, this is going to be uh, one of them three ones to Hitchin. The Canaries looking for revenge. Bedford looking to pick up where they left off. Plenty at stake this afternoon at top field. Daniel Idiokoa will get things underway, then hitch him with the usual back five, uh, three in the middle, and then two up front. Bedford uh, looks like it could be a back five as well. I'm going to go with a 4-3-3 four, four, a four, three, three, Sorry, uh, at the moment. There's Idiokoa rolling the ball back for Gleeson, looking for that switch wide to Ashley Hay, and the ball headed forward by Richardson, taken down by uh, Idiokoa. Two men quickly get around Joe Butterworth. Sneedis trying to thread one through to Hay. And this time Richardson will clear up to the halfway line. Finding Saunders, he's a versatile player, starts in the middle of midfield today, slipping the ball through. And oh. an offside flag goes up against top scorer uh, Connor Tomlinson. Charlie Horlock looked to have had it covered uh, anyway. He's out there in his red fire kit today, Charlie Horlock. <laughs> he's on fire. <laughs> it's a nice kit. Yeah, Hitchin will be looking to avoid that goal in the first minute. Of course, Charlie Horlock might just settle things down. It was the order of play against Mikelover, and as we said, in the reverse fixture as well. A 3-0 win for Bedford, but how things have changed since then. You think defensive game plans, how differently Hitchin's set up now, looking to score goals and always get on the front foot. Yeah, no, we are. Like I say, we don't want, uh, we don't want another start like we got at Mikelover, and I think the boys learnt something from that you know because uh, yeah we were we were able to come back into it but I think this is just uh, no disrespect to Mikel over I think this this team are a little bit more sort of
sort of punchy and, uh, and out for our skull, aren't they? Harry Palmer starts in goal today. He's been vying for that position with Alex Street. He started at the start of the season. Of course, an interesting one as well, because you'd have started the season with Gary Setchell's players, Paul Davis would have then mm. brought in a couple. Rene Howes returned to the uh, to the side as well. As Edie chips on over, looking for Sneed to sort of just carry out uh, the way through. Yeah, I want to see a performance from Jack in the Box as well today. Mm. He's just sort of been off the beat. Um, yeah, you look at games. the likes of Rio de Silva who are there, you know, they, they could slip in and, and take that position. I think he made his debut, I want to say, against Bedford. Maybe came off the bench and yeah. in that one. And yeah, he's shown us his quality, yeah, hasn't he? Especially you think of the likes of the, those Rushton and Diamonds game scored an excellent goal against Townworth. He's, he's hit three so far this season, but yeah, has been a little bit off the boil. As is Diogo Gouveia, you know, as well in recent games. But no, not every game are going to suit these creative, uh, attacking midfielders. Sometimes there will be bypass. Sometimes it will go down the flanks as well. But it's when you get the ball at your feet, they so often make them count. Gouveia with nine goals this season. We'll keep you up to date with the FA Cup games. There were wins for Leicester City and Leeds United uh, earlier on. Only just for Leicester, isn't it? Yeah, 1-0 against Walsall. Good side, Walsall. They used to give Arsenal an absolute nightmare. Mark Burke is catching the ball there over on the far side. Jack Keeble will take the throw in a, a big day of Southern League football as well. The bottom six teams in the Southern League Central all take on each other today. Brilliant. Uh, so it's going to be an entertaining one if you're keeping your eyes on the scores from elsewhere as we'll be doing. Again, this pass just over here. Ashley Hale run over towards Harry Palmer who's just going to see it out almost with his hands behind his back. Very nonchalantly done there. Uh, and we'll have a, a, a throw in. It's just gone out for over on the uh, far side. It's crazy, this league. You know, if you have a look at it, a three, three points for anyone down there on the bottom takes them sort of out of the yeah. bottom almost. And, it? and all crazy. church as well are in the final relegation spot. They've got about eight games in hand on Bedford, who are 16th, seven in, in hand on 18th place, Kings Langley. So some big games down there today. Hitchin will move into the playoffs if they win, uh, and Colville lose to Ilkeston Town, who are certainly having a good season. So there's plenty up for grabs today, despite all of the games in hand, of course. Red. Here's Bradley Bell. Manages to recover nicely. Hay looking to turn, but can't. Looked like he was fouled. The referee thinks so as well. And maybe there was a thought of taking it quick, but Diogo Gouveia and Jack Sneelis will both be eyeing up this free kick about five, ten yards away from the edge of the box. This is an excellent position for an early free kick within four minutes. Mate, this is this has got Gouveia written all over it. I'd be very surprised if anybody else takes it. It's a, it's a very good opportunity. Like you say, we're about four yards outside the D. Mm. Absolutely bang on. Charlie Horlock's come over into the centre circle just to tell Toby Simon. He wants him to hang back, as with Lewis Barker as well. Yeah. Gouveia is going to take the free kick then. He played his first game back in Hitchin Colours, coming off the bench against Bedford after those ACL injuries. Get ready. Four, five, six even, if you like, in the wall. Ten yards from the edge of the box, Diogo Gouveia is going to take on the goal. He's going to test the goal and he's hit the post. And Bedford can clear away. First blood almost being drawn by the Canaries through the former Diogo Gouveia. If anyone can, then he can. He was so close. Harry Palmer would have been a spectator to that one as he turned his head to the right and it bounced off the post. You could almost see a little grin of relief from uh, from the uh, goalkeeper there. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, Gouveia certainly got that in his locker. Unlucky hitching. He would have just heard the rattle of that post down to his right. He wasn't getting there, as you say. 
Gevaya inches away from his 10th goal of the season. And we knew the second that free kick was won, it was going to be in a dangerous position. And that'll make you think as well, as a Bedford defender or midfielder, we can't be giving away fouls there. Lovely. Here comes Idia Kova in a similar spot, though. Slips the ball in for Snealis. He finds Ashley Hay in the box. Oh, oh he's whistled his shot over the bar. Just caught it with a bit too much power. But hit should have came flying out the blocks once again here. Yeah, no, great shot from Ash Hay. I think he just got, like you say, he just got a bit too much meat on the end of it. But uh, the two, sh listen, two good strikes from two of our top goal scorers. Uh, very, very positive stuff for Hitchin. Yeah, Guvea and Ashley Hay. 17 goals between them this season. I think yeah. there may have been some appeals for a corner there. But it looked like Hay just didn't quite catch it right. Yeah, no corner for me, definitely not. He's just, mm. he's just stuck it wide. A very, very different start to this game as we saw in the reverse fixture back in September anyway. And this is how Hitchin liked to start, especially in front of a packed house of top of Hitchin fans. Bedford uh, brought on plenty down as well, but the Yellows fans have been in good voice so far. I mean, this close is, to going in front. This is what happens when you play the same team regular. You know, you give the same team, they get chance to gel and work together and, uh, and, and they're, mm. it's showing now. Idiokoa lunging in, wins the ball back. Gleason across to Bell. Was looking for an overlapping run from Barker. He goes to Gleason in there, can now chip it out wide. Well worked to Barker. He's going to keep making his run. Sneelis now. Nice bit of skill. Good oh. bit of trickery. Goes through, but uh, it's won back then by Lewis Barker to put the ball behind for a throw-in. So the Hitchin uh, attacking unit, those creative players, are starting to cause problems for this Bedford defence. Nil-nil after seven. Nice little wiggle from Sneelis there just to get past his man, but it was well dealt with, to be fair, by mm. the Bedford defender. Syme heading the ball into no man's land, but Edie able to come in and mop the ball up long over the halfway line. Taken down by Guvea, but Hugh Alban-Jones are straight in on him. Then there's a, a throw-in, I think. Could have been a foul on Lane Edie, but yeah, it's going to be a, a throw-in, I think, on the far side rather than... No, it will be a free kick, actually. Always hard to... Hard to tell. It's over by the Hitchin dugout. Graham Tomlinson and Callum Donnelly going up against Mark Burke and Adam Parker, who scored two goals against Bedford as a Hitchin player. Callum Donnelly, of course, something of a Canaries legend. 300 oh, appearances for the kick. Canaries alongside his brother Brett, of course. In Back in the days, the ball's hit long and Charlie Horlock, he takes it down on his knee rather than even bothering uh, to catch it. I think that was a bit higher than his knee, actually. But <laughs> <laughs> so Hornwellock throws the ball down on the edge of the box. Nil-nil, but a fast start to this game by the Canaries. Gouveia hit the post in the fourth minute for Ashley Hay, then blazed a shot not far wide off the far corner just a few moments later. Hitchin have started well. Bedford just having to settle down. Mikhailova have the first goal in the Southern League's afternoon of fixtures. They lead uh, against Russia Olympic. Marshall coming into this game in third, so a good start to that one uh, by Mikhailova. Ball taken down now. Give, uh, Gleason flicks one over and the high foot given against him. He won't be happy, of course. Foul given for the way of Edward uh, Giamfi, the man on loan uh, from Milton Keynes for the rest of the season. Thoughts on that foul? Uh, yeah, well, it's Gleason. Gleason's just doing a little dink over, and the, and the number 10's just sort of held his head. It was nowhere near his head, if I'm honest, no. but that's what's going to wind Gleason up. Well, my mum is now listening in from Stockholm anyway and wants a shout out. So there you go. Have a good rest of the weekend as the ball's headed down into the box. And Charlie Horlock will just see that behind. If you want to get in touch with us today, tweet me at Cardi Freddy or at Hitchin Town FC. Uh, or you can go onto our website, HTFC Radio. Go into the chat, uh, let us know. 
uh, who you're supporting today, if you want, where you're listening in, and drop us a message. Always happy to do shout-outs as the afternoon progresses. Free uh, goal kick then for Charlie Horlock. IDNet, by the way, the, the match ball sponsor today, and the, the sponsor bit down to our left is packed. They've it all is. come out. Plenty of, of beer flowing as well, and they've been enjoying their afternoon. Here's Hay trying to flick the ball forward. Kivea takes it down, and Bedford can't clear. It's pinged into his own teammate, and there was someone down injured anyway. I think it's Ashley Hay. And the physio will come out, just have to walk out as Hitchens subs make their first appearance, jogging down the touchline. Always gets them off their seats when someone goes down injured, doesn't it, the subs? Yeah, no, it does, because they sort of think, oh, well, now's my chance, yeah. But uh, that's why Ash is a strong lad. He'll mm. get up from that. That's no harm done there. Hey, just down on his knees, stretching that right leg out. It's a goaler so far. Hitchens so effective when they score early, and so nearly did in this Southern League clash. We're certainly on the front foot. I mean, with respect to Bedford, I don't really think they've had an attack at the moment. No. <coughs> Edie leaves the throw in for Kieran Jones then. Hitchens centre-backs looking to just progress forward a bit more on their wing-backs on Hay, flicking the ball through, nicely headed away by Kai Phelan, a man who spent some time at top field early on in his career after playing for Luton at youth level. Yeah, that name rings a bell, Kai Phelan. Yeah. There's a few connections out there, but mainly in the dugout, of course, as you'd expect. Yeah. Matt Maloney was playing for Bedford earlier this season as well. Baseford nil, Tamworth one. Guvea taking them all down from the throw-in. Sneelis comes over to support on the left-hand side. Guvea back into Edie. Winds up the cross, headed away by a diving high feeling. Gleason hits the shot. It's deflected wide, was it? No, it's gone wide anyway. He didn't seem to catch it properly, but Harry Palmer didn't move. But I think maybe the crowd have given that shot a bit more credit maybe than it deserved. Yeah, it was, it was a Gleese effort, isn't it? It's a defensive midfielder's strike. But, uh, hey, listen, if he keeps banging at him, he'll get one eventually. Yeah, we keep saying he needs to hit them more because he's yeah. usually quite respectful when he picks it up from the edge of the box but he does find some good positions yeah no he does and uh, like I say one of them's going to go in one day here's Harry Palmer in goal then over on the left hand side in that of his six yard box in that uh, grey shirt the referee thinking yes, he's taking a bit too long here so the ref not letting anything go I like him already <laughs> <laughs> which is Just unusual blocks in the referee today a regular really at top field sign with a diving header away now to Bell Ooh. And then Idiokoa, oh, he's no. bought that foul there as Edward Gianfi knew exactly what to do with his body, I think, to get in the right way and be bundled down. That's the second one he's brought. Richardson goes back into Harry Palmer then, the 27-year-old. He was signed last week. And Ashley Hay puts the pressure on and he's forced a goal kick. So Palmer just being a, a bit relaxed there. Most recently of Boreham Wood and Potter's Bar this season. He's played at a good level, but you can get caught out doing that. Well, you can if you keep doing things like that. He's obviously not heard that, uh, you know, Ashley Hay does have a bit of pace, mate. So you might want to get rid of that earlier next time. Harry Palmer. Then this time, so being told off for time wasting or taking too long, I'll say. I'm not going to throw <laughs> accusations around. And then <laughs> Ashley Hay going in and nearly nipping the ball back away. Bedford turn and come forward then. The ball slipped through. Nicely worked on the halfway line and chipped forward uh, by Edward Gianfi. Kieran Jones, though, steps across up against Charlie Sanders, who had gone a long way up. He scored eight goals this season as Sanders, a midfielder or defender by trade, including a, a hat-trick on Boxing Day and their 6-1 win over AFC Rushton and Diamonds. Work wide now to the right-hand side. Good oh, turn now by Sanders again. Tries to work that cross in. There's a man at the back post. Bell doesn't quite deal with it, and then the shot comes a long way over the bar in the end, but... 
Hitchin. All a bit shaky there, those balls coming into the box and Warburton couldn't convert. A po positive attack from Bedford there, uh, just like you say, it's, it's gone over the bar by about a foot, if we're honest, but mm. uh, it, it is an attack and it, and it wasn't really dealt with as clinically as we'd have liked. Charlie Horlock then over in his own six-yard box, Hitchin satisfied of that start, goalless after 13 minutes in this Hertfordshire and Bedfordshire clash. Horlock <laughs> long over the top then. It's taken down well via Bedford man, worked forward, touch. flicked wide by Connor Tomlinson, the son of current interim manager Graham, and then Kieran Jones with a great sliding tackle in on Sanders. That's the way to do it, Kieran, good boy. The two number fives doing battle as Bedford looked to come forward, a great sliding tackle there by Jones. And a throw in now for Bedford Town, over on the far side, floodlights are on and have been since before kickoff here at Topfield. Phelan up and over the top, taken down again with back to goal is Charlie Sanders. Interesting to see what role he plays in this Bedford team. Make their way down the right now of Will Owens Good cutting turn. in. Onto his left foot. He's given the ball straight to Diogo Gouveia. Oh. Tries to flick it through for Idiaco. Just a bit too casual. Keeble now plays one straight off Gouveia. And the ball comes with him last. And out for a, a Bedford throw. And all of it scrappy over on the far side. Yeah, amongst the scraps, we're finding a couple of little Bedford gems and they're starting to build. Yeah, throwing for uh, Will Owens. He'll go over and collect the ball there. Making his first start for Bedford this afternoon, joining a loan for Oxford United earlier this month. I know Paul Davis then, now former manager, was in charge at Oxford City. So it may have been one of his signings, but sticking it out onto... Graham Tomlinson and Callum Donnelly in interim charge once again, but unbeaten so far in their four games in charge. And two spells now this season, crosses way over here towards Warburton at the back post and will run behind for a hitching throw in again. Yeah, nice work from Gamphy, just too much weight on the pass. He seems that he's got the trickery, but the last little pass and the last little action that he's got hasn't worked for him. Mm. Brandy Bell takes into Lewis Barker, looking to hit a long ball now. So hitching after that rapid start, just calming things down at the moment. Bedford progress their way back into the game. Shout for handball, waved away. They hit long over the top now, and Charlie Horlock will run out again and get it. Bradley Bell not happy of that handball appeal. <laughs> Celebrated his birthday last Saturday, did Bradley Bell. So he's been too annoyed about that Colville postponement, I'm sure. He's got his age on his back of his jacket. <laughs> Long ball now looking for Laney. Do you might just get there? No, he'll just run away down the far side. But Kieran Jones always looking to put him in behind. He's just not the quickest player in the team, Laney. Do you? With all due respect, you know, those passes are going to ask a lot of him. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's plenty of assets to have as a player, but speed and pace isn't one of his. Certainly makes up for in other areas of his game. Oh, absolutely. An astute signing for Mark Burke to make. Palmer then. Wide to Drew Richardson on the left. Rare that you see. Oh, oh, oh. oh Sneelis going in on him. Sneelis still. Richardson's done well. He's got his way around him and then cleared the ball up to the halfway line. Barker <laughs> stooping to nod it into the, oh. into the ground. Jones then dispossessed by Gamphy. And then Syme slides in and works the ball up wide to Bradley Bell. He couldn't keep the ball in play. He knows it as well. Yeah, he does. And... Uh, the ball can be picked up by Warburton. Back into Drew Richardson. Nice turn in the middle by Hugh Alban-Jones, a, a classy midfielder, really. Versatile player. 
Bedford working their way through the midfield once again. They're nice turn well. away from Sine. Referee plays advantage. He's going to continue here. Charlie Sanders wide oh. to Warburton. He can't sort his feet out on the ball behind for a throw into it. It was in a, a promising area there. Yeah, I feel that's almost a wasted opportunity, really, from Bedford. Excellent, excellent work in the middle from that man again, that Gamphy. He's, he's looking like a good acquisition, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of loan deals this season, Bedford Town, one of whom uh, has seen one of their uh, defenders, Sam Drea, former Stevenage man, has been picked up by Peter Reunited. Wow. Uh, but part of the agreement was to loan him back to Bedford for the remainder of the season. He's not in the squad today, though, so I presume that will be uh, injury, but a proud moment for, for the Eagles fans. See one of their own picked up by a, a League One side, of course, where Hitchens FA Youth Cup prospect, oh, Torin Intege, has gone as well, as Ashley Hayes fouled again. He was fouled early on in a great position. Gouveia then rattled the post from a, a free kick. This is a lot deeper, though, this time, and Hitchens will just look to get some numbers forward. The referee keeping his cards in his pocket as well for the time being. Listen, the ref's doing a good job so far, and that's a, that's a rarity from me to actually like an official. <laughs> He's it doing is, well. Yeah. Gouveia will take this one. It's not in a shooting position, though. Not really, no. Oh, what is it? <laughs> he is not a long run-up, and he's just going to chip this one in, Diogo Gouveia. Floated up into Hay, brings the ball down. No hitching player seemed to read it, but Hay was in a bit of space, and then there's a, a poor foul for Barker to give away, really. He gave the refs a decision to make. He's got some muscles on him, hasn't he? That number five, look at his arms. <laughs> <laughs> Blimey, I wouldn't want to mess about with him. but Yeah, Charlie Sanders. <laughs> He joined the Eagles in 2020 from Yaxley, where he played as a centre forward. He's also played in defence and in midfield, so a real useful asset for them to have. He's going to start up front today. Yeah. Here's Harry Palmer. Shaky start for him so far. He hits this ball long, looking for Sanders. Barker can't head that, that away, and Tomlinson picks the ball up on the left-hand side. Sneelis nips back in, finds Barker, and... It was just a rush clearance away. Go not quite nodded down well enough by Richardson, but he'll pick out Kai Phelan instead. Why now to Keeble? Guvea sprinting across to shut him down. Keeble gives the ball straight to Edie. He pings it forward first time for Hay. And Hay just probs the ball out for a Bedford throw. And all very tetchy at the moment. Nice touch from Peter else over there. <laughs> Pete taking his pictures there. It's the first league meeting today between the two sides at top field since 2014. A 6-1 win for Hitchin on that day. As Bell looks for Hay. Oh, a lovely oh. turn in the box. And it was just nicked away from him by Drew Richardson. Great vision by Bell. And the touch from Hay was almost perfect. Yeah, but uh, take nothing away from the defence. Now Gouveia making his way into the box again. The Bedford defence hold firm. They'll yeah. try and come away with it now. Here's Sneelis. Oh, slips the ball in. Pass Jones to Gouveia. He'll now find Jones down the left-hand side. Tries to pick oh, out Hay on mate. the edge of the box. And again, Jones, he delivered such a good assist last weekend. But he just couldn't get that right this time in that attacking area. Mate, he might have done better to take the shot on himself. Gleason now to Jones again, winding up the cross. And it comes off a Bedford man up for a throw-in. Yeah, good, good pressing from Hitchin now. We're starting to look like we're getting on the front foot. It's our turn. There's the rattle. <laughs> yeah, so Callum Donnelly scoring a brace for Hitchin the last time these two teams met in the league at top field. He's now part of the Bedford dugout. He is listed amongst the subs as well. They've only been able to name four, even though they had announced yesterday a couple of their under-23 squad have, been, have signed Southern League forms, but they've just got the four on the bench. 
one of whom Rene Howe, a man who's played his trade at EFL level as Hay goes down in the box, just slipped over off his own accord, really. They fancy there was a corner there, the Hitchin players. They are adamant they should have had one. Jones heads one over the top. And now they will get a corner anyway, so all's well that ends well. Bradley Bell still not enough, uh, still frustrated. He don't like that line, though, does he, no. Brad? <laughs> he said there were two mistakes, I think, there, Bradley Bell, but Elaine Eady now just tells him to calm down. Those two will sit back in as will Gleason. Another corner then for the Canaries. Guvea to take, and they are piling on the pressure halfway through this first half, looking for the short corner, but Sneelis is going to be marked out of it here by... Uh, Giamfi and Warburton have gone over as well. So Guvea will wind one up on the uh, far side. Trots up to the ball, delivers the corner, and it, the keeper had come flying. And in the end, I think Ashley Hay has headed it over the top of the crossbar. That's, um, yeah, I think... Uh, he didn't know much about it, but he, no. he has headed it over the bar. Yeah, it was it was a tight call for me. It could have been the goalkeeper, it could have been Ashley Hay, but like the, uh, the referee's given it as a goal kick, which is the... Uh, Logical thing to mm. do, I guess. So goal kick then for Harry Palmer. But how impressed have you been from Hitchin so far? Yeah, he, uh, they've they've looked very good. They've looked alive, and um, they've you know they've created quite a few chances. I think it's only a matter of time before uh, before we hit the back of the net. But we've just got to watch out uh, as well because when Bedford uh, get forward, especially with that Gamfi mm. um, and and the big lad there, yeah, and, uh, Charlie uh, Sanders, Sanders. Yeah, they're looking dangerous. Palmer then goes long again. It's a flat goal kick, and Barker powers the header away. Mm. Feeling comes across to challenge Hay, who finds Guvea. Looking to work the ball wide again. Hay stays on side, delivered the cross. Looked like he was caught late there as well, and the referee agrees. Yeah. And Hitchin will have a free kick down on the left-hand side. I mean, that's the third time he's taken uh, Ashley Hay out, and it's, it's got, he's got to do something about that now because uh, it's just too fast for him. That's what it is. So by the time the guys thought about tackling him, Hay's gone a long time. Yeah, there have been a few really good tackles that have been put in and some that just smack of desperation of knowing you're going <laughs> to get beaten by your man. Yeah. And Hay looks in pain here, actually. Yeah. And the physio has raced on. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he is still down, this one. I mean, the, 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 the first one that he got, he bounced straight back up from, and the second one, it took him a little bit longer. This mm. one, he ain't, he ain't getting up yet at the moment. He's all right, though, Dad, so if you're listening, Steve, yeah, your all boy's of, all right. All of the subs are over there looking on, thinking, am I going to be required? Someone like Josh Allen, the man who's signed on low from Luton, but he's, he's not up. going to be required no, for the time up. being. Hey, back up and jogging into the box, light on his feet as ever. And Guvea will wind up the free kick. It's a crossing position, but one of those, if you catch it right, it can cause problems for Harry Palmer if it angles in towards that corner. That's what I think is going to happen. Here is Guvea then, delivering it in, and Terrible. it's a poor delivery. Cleared away by a Bedford man down low, and now they'll look to counter-attack. What a lovely ball that is. Samuel Warburton switching the play out wide. Tomlinson bearing down on the edge of the box, slips the ball in, and oh. the touch has just let William Owens down. He would have been through. Heavy touch. Sneed is trying to dink his way through, and he's done very well to get a free kick there. Wasn't much in that. Tried to chip it over the top of the Bedford man, and there was just enough contact to merit Sneelis going down and winning a free kick. Yeah, I mean, Butterworth's just sort of put his arm out in an attempt to sort of more spin himself around and, uh, and of course, uh, giving away the free kick, which... Uh, mm. Southampton lead Blackpool in the FA Cup. Halix to take one down. Hensford nil, Alvechurch won in another of those big relegation zone battles. Of course, Alvechurch do have all those games in hand. Great tackle there by Syme. Oh. And now Kieran Jones, cover the keepy up. He's past That's his man, ball. clearing the ball away. And 
Yeah, handball, the referee indicating the Bedford players becoming frustrating with him. It was like a goalkeeper, <laughs> what's he doing? <laughs> Wasn't happy of being mugged off there by Kieran Jones. 24 gone, Hitchin nil, Bedford Town nil. Cracker of a display though so far from the Canaries. Oh, it's been a wicked game for, from both sides really. You know, Bedford to be holding off the onslaught that Hitchin had given them at the moment and, uh, and Hitchin for taking it to them. Barking out. Takes the ball over the halfway line, finds Sneelis quickly put under pressure. Almost on the white paint of the touchline as Bell makes his way down towards the edge of the box. Tinks the ball oh. across and it had to be headed away. And was by Jack Keeble behind onto the top of the far stand and out for a hitching corner. How long is it going to be before the floodgates open? I'll tell you what, they need to get Jack Keeble a pint of beer after this game because he's kept a minute there. What a great head defensive header from the man. Yeah, fantastic work by the Bedford defender. They are really up against it here. Well, they're going to be up against it even more. We've got another Gouveia corner coming in. Mm. 27 of you tuning in so far. Massive crowd in here at top field as well. Corner then for Gouveia. This time on the uh, near side to our commentary position at the Fishponds Road end. And the Hitchin fans cheering them on. The referee just making sure all is well in the box. With Players holding each other. Yeah. Always frustrating for the corner take you and you're just getting ready and you've got to rethink it and go again. Yeah, it's just that's what it is. It's just literally to put them off. We was we was all ready to go and uh so Gouvea still waiting. The assistant just stands in front of him in the ball to make sure that he doesn't get any ideas about taking it early. He'll now get the opportunity to do so though. Can Hitchin break the deadlock here from this set piece? Idiaco is there on the edge of the box. Guvea will play it low along the floor. Sneelis that can't quite catch it. Still in the box. Still in the box and then cleared away. The shot came in. I think it might have been Kieran Jones. And it was somehow kept out. I don't know if it was the, the leg of Pat Harry Palmer or a defender. But they were able to clear away. Yeah, no, from what I saw with my poor bent old eyes, it looked like Harry Palmer just stuck a foot out and, uh, and got fortunate with it. So close there. Sneelis scuffed the ball through, as did Kieran Jones in the box, but it almost ended up in the back of the net. Jones crossing again, headed away by Richardson. Plenty of entertainment for this crowd so far. The Bedford fans, though, they'll be nervously watching on. I'll tell you what, don't take your eyes off of this one. It's been an absolute belter. Yeah, absolutely. We had a feeling it might be always can happen when both teams had a, a bit of an extended rest due to those postponements and to local derby, about 16 miles separating Topfield and the Erie, the, the home of Bedford Town. Playing the village of Cardington, of course, where those two big aircraft hangars are, those oh, film yeah. studios. It's just round the corner from there. You'll drive past them on the way up from Hitchin, as we did back in September for that 3-0 defeat. Uh, without wanting to curse it, a repeat of that game looking very unlikely as Lewis Barker jumps into a slide tackle again, puts the ball behind for a Bedford throw. They no. finally got out of their own half. Yeah, I think Hitchin are in a better place than we were when we went to visit uh, Bedford, and that 3-0 that there is a little result that they can stick in the trophy cupboard as a, as a one-off. <laughs> now, yeah, I remember that because we had a FA Youth Cup commentary the very next night when yeah. Hitchin beat, I think it was Milton Keynes Irish, so a busy few days. Hey, looking to turn now. He's always falling over, to be fair. He didn't appeal for any sort of foul. He's a... A physical player, he has been kicked about a fair bit so far. Joe's looking to head away, looked like he was blocked off by uh, Gianfi, and the referee again is the man on the spot to call it. 
Yeah, it's a good shout as well, Jonesy. Uh, just he just sort of took Yamfi out for a, a, a late lunch as well uh, at the <laughs> end of it. But uh, he was the man fouled first, and the referee's done again a good job. Yamfi's still down though. Jones had gone straight into the back of him, but he was just standing there, no attempt to play the ball. Yeah, and that will get called up by the ref and a free kick then for Hitchin, just inside their own half. This to me seems like uh, a, an opportunity, you know, when you've got uh, when you've got Gleeson there, he's just going to dink it into the D uh, and let everybody run in there. Edie then inside his own half, lines up the long free kick. It's up into the box, looking for Hay. It was not quite dealt with by a Bedford man. It's then headed away, stabbed out to Idiokoa. <laughs> it was on his weaker foot, and you could tell it was on his weaker foot. The ball didn't even connect onto that left peg. <laughs> Hitchin. Regain possession though. Sign for us to chip one over to Guvea. He's done well there actually. Guvea trying to bring the ball down. It's then chipped up and away by Owens. And Gleason. Oh, he's kept it in play, but he's given it straight to the Bedford man. Oh, and now dear. they'll chip long over the top of the offside flag goes up again against Connor Tomlinson. All happening. It is. Like I said, don't breathe. <laughs> Yeah, good break from uh, from the man Con Connor Tomlinson there. He thought he was uh, in the green and clear off, but mm. the uh, Lino had uh, had other thoughts. Well, locally, Shefford Town and Campton are flying again. They're scoring loads of goals at the moment. 4-0 up in their game after wow. uh, 26 minutes. Uh, Stopfold as well uh, in action against Pittston and Ivinghoe. 3-1 uh, up in that game. Uh, not too much to report in the Summer League Central so far. Tamworth leading, oh. though, as are uh, Ulf Church, as Idia Koa is tackled Excellent. strongly oh, here. Oh, hey, again, again, looking to turn. On, ref. The referee says play on. Sneelius might have fouled his man. The ref again says play on. And now behind for a Bedford throw-in. Feels like this is about to burst into life between the players, between the managers. Who knows? Mate, this game has just put its teeth in, and it's going to use them as well. There's some biting tackles going in there, I'm telling you. Callum Donnelly. <laughs> You get him near a football pitch, fireworks are going to happen. Whether he's playing, whether he's on the dugout, whether he's in the stands, no, as he often matter. can be <laughs> after however many minutes, whether he's up for an early bath. Him and his brother Brett, great to talk to him on Boxing Day, of course. I made a little compilation of Brett's best bits, oh, actually, from hilarious. that commentary. You can go and have a listen to that. It's over on Twitter or on my Instagram, at Freddie underscore Cardi. Plenty of fun uh, talking uh, to him, getting all that insight on Boxing Day. Of course, it wasn't our day in the end, but it was plenty of fun. Leiston won St. Ives nil. What a season they're having so far. Been brilliant, haven't they, Leiston? And still goalless somehow here between Hitchin and Bedford. Bedford, I think, have had one shot that was whistled over the bar from Warburton, but that has been that. Oh. Hitchin have been all over them for large swathes of this first half. Jones, Gleason, turning wide to Lane Eady, slips the ball through. There's no one onto the end of that. Yeah, unfortunately. He's, he's frustrated as well with someone, but well, sometimes you can just do the simple things as well. 32 gone now. Bedford just don't seem to have a game plan at the moment. They go back into Palmer. They're, they're trying to play their football, but every time they lose it, it just backs up and against the wall. Idia Koa yeah, yeah. again with some good pressure. He's just fouled his man. Hitchin really playing this pressing football, and now the free kick going against him. Yeah. The crowd it's getting on the back of the ref. Both sets of fans are, both sets of players are. Shout out to Mark Campbell. Just yeah, uh, nice to see him. Good to see him up here. Of course, does loads of work for the uh, for the youth and the homeless. Mm, the charities as well as the balls play through. He stayed oh, on side no. here. Sam Warburton one on one into the side netting. Should have done better there. Charlie Horlock came out, narrowed the angle, 
But what a chance that was. He blazed one over early on. Should have scored there to make it 1-0. Well, he should have done, really, yeah. But uh, like you say, it's good work from Charlie Horlock. Off his line very quick, narrows the angle uh, and, and limits the time that he's got to take it on. And he did, and uh, side netting. Hitch him breathe again. So Horlock then, a relieved man, will take the uh, goal kick just inside his own half. And Horlock uh, looking for it now. Yep, uh, so, yep, Charlie Horlock it is then that's going to take this uh, this goal kick and he's looking to punt it uh, long and forward. We've got four four hitching, hitching men forward in this attack here as it dinks in. Yeah, the flipped on by Idi Akoa. Sorry, David doing the T-run, but I'm still on the Vimto at the moment. Oh, so good. Going to be happy there. Not freezing today as well. I've got the two coats on, no snoods, no gloves and no hat. So that's a progression. Barker up and over the top now. You've got, one, got glove one glove on. on. That's right. Because technology requires yeah. one glove. Well, now, I will ask you in a minute as well as Horlock comes out. Any gigs you've played in the freezing cold? Because as a bass player, if your hands are cold, it is very difficult. It, it is very difficult, yeah. Fortunately, uh, most of the gigs that I play Summertime. when it's freezing cold yeah. are, are inside. So, uh, And I'm usually at the back with the drummer and the heater. Yeah, that is true. You work up a sweat anyway, playing live. Here's Syme. Sneelis in front of him then. The game just calming down it'll burst into life soon enough though look at hay hay's way offside great chance there for warburton oh. simon barker not linking up there and now the hitching fans will be annoyed at their own side yeah now to be fair that was quite annoying because they've played better than that and mm. that, that's just poor now the bedford man will just do up his laces i think they've got their sights set and getting through to half time unscathed yeah <laughs> warburton with the ball in hand the Bedford players who were at the reverse fixture may not may not believe what they're seeing from the Canaries so far, but the league table as well will have shown them an indication of just how far Hitchin have come. Sixth in the table, two points off the playoffs. As things stand, nice ball through that. now. Bell and Warburton will give battle again. They'll give chase here. Warburton gets the ball in, flings across through everyone. And Edie, a relieved man, can bring the ball away at the back post. Clear down the left-hand side. Headed forward now, Idiakoa jumping in, barges his man over and another foul against his name. But Bedford, they're exposing Hitchin. Bradley Bell's being targeted here and he's struggling. Yeah, now he is up against, uh, well, he's got the uh, he's got Charlie Sanders to, to deal with at the moment. And uh, like I said, I wouldn't want to tackle the man. Very strong, very pacey. Uh, and he's got a bit of trickery up his sleeve as well. So far, Ding Dong's doing it. So uh, we'll see how long he lasts. Make sure to stay with us at half-time today. We'll be talking to Watford fan and Statsman Matt Furness uh, to talk all things Toby Adeyemo, the former Hitchin Loney, who's oh, made yeah. his debut at the age of 17 oh, and no. scored. Flicked on now into the box, trying to turn. And Hitchin still can't clear. Gleeson will now swing it away. So look forward to talking to Matt at half-time about an incredible story, really, Toby Adeyemo. Yeah. He's on the bench for Watford's first team again today. Nice yeah. control now from Warburton. 35 gone, nil-nil at top field yeah no uh, absolutely we look forward to that chat about adiemo is uh, it's amazing isn't it this mm. this club hitching just continues to produce great yeah. historical moments you know will have played a, a little role in his career toby adiemo and matt was there as well when he scored his first goal on his league debut so they get to get that uh, insight hey looking to flick one on now sneelis was in there good uh, sliding clearance away and Syme now was he oh. fouled he was according to the ref and if he wasn't then Bedford would have been in on goal yeah they would have been yeah but uh, it, it was definitely a foul 
So, so Horlock will come dead. out and take it. Yeah, it's physical out there, isn't it? Especially with Sanders. He, yeah. He's a big presence to deal with. It's, it is getting physical. We knew it would. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's going to boil up, and uh, we don't mind that, do we, Freddie? Watford trail to Middlesbrough as well, unfortunately, for Matt. Oh, we'll talk about that at half-time, then. Glyn David-Jones says, hi, it's Badger again. Excellent commentary, thank you. Yes, More Badge. importantly, has my son in the dugout got shorts on today? Yes, yes he, has, he has, Michael has, Jones. He's back. And Hitchin are performing so far. They've got nothing to show for it, though. Rushton nil, Stratford won in another massive game in the relegation zone. What's going on? That's on my coupon as well. Can be hard, though. All the new players they've brought in to gel them all. Of yeah. course, they've had postponements. They've had training to do it, but Stratford a more settled side anyway. Of course, difficult for them going out after that tragic death of Cody Fisher going out and playing exactly. their football again. But, you know, it could bring their side together, if you like. Fans as well. Here's Bell. Boom. Looking for the wide ball, finds it. Lewis Barker marauding forward down the right-hand side. Lines up across, it's a good Ooh. one. Flicked on by a Bedford man and behind for a corner. Lewis Barker, he wants to play right wing, this man. He, well, he'll play anywhere, won't he? The thing that's scary is he's, he's actually getting forward and wanting to score more goals now, so uh, that'll, that'll cheer one of the Donnellys up. Oh, after that goal on Boxing Day, he will believe he can do anything, Lewis Barker. Corner then on the far side for Guvea. Can Hitchin break the deadlock before half-time or can Bedford hold firm? No, it would be nice if we can. Just sneak one in before half-time. It's always a good one, isn't it? As long as, long as yeah. it's not against well, it. Doesn't you. Go, well, it did. 40th minute, the reverse fixture. That indirect free kick, the miscommunication between Gleeson and Horlock. Guvea delivers the cross. It's taken down in there. He's fallen over and it's behind for a goal kick. It must have come off Lewis Barker while he was lying on the floor mm. then. Yeah, that's all I can think of as well. But, uh, yeah, everybody was appealing for it. Every, both teams were appealing for something. Mm. I bet none of them were a goal kick. <laughs> Palmer then with the goal kick. It's been eventful, this game, for a nil-nil. It's been thrilling. Well, it's the half has gone so quickly. Mm. We're into the 39th minute now, and it's just flown by. Barker and Sanders do battle again. Sanders again comes out on top. Mm. Sign then. Stepping across, Tomlinson felt he was fouled. The referee didn't. His Sneelers, who started the first half well, he's had a good game. Bell now making his way down the right, looking to attack. The Go man who scored the equaliser at Mikolova delivers the cross. Oh. It was a tame one, though, and Bedford will clear. Bell will just allow the ball to roll behind for another throw in, which Gleason will come up to give straight back to him. A bit of fancy footwork from Bradley Bell. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, scored that header two weeks ago. And well taken, Matt Post just nodded it into the far corner past the Mikolova keeper. BB23. Bell now looking for Hay. Nodded away. Barker then oh. comes in. He always kicked two lumps out of Gianfi but missed him and the ball. He just pulled out of it and now <laughs> Bell goes in with a strong tackle. Wins the ball back fair and square. Loving it. Edie now turning. He's been dispossessed here. Sloppy from him. Owens and Edie. And Edie's one of throwing as well. Wow, Bell went in with venom there. He did. And, and Edie got a throw in from uh, uh, Owen. <laughs> I know. What, what, a, what a brilliant derby. I mean, we talk about, you know, Kings Langley is maybe a Hertfordshire derby. This is where your derby football is going to be at as a Hitchin fan. Royston as well. But yeah. I feel there's almost, there's more between these two that clubs. Is, mate, there's more meat on the bone in this one. Even I can though tell they you haven't that. played in, in the same league in eight years. Yeah. There's definitely a lot going on out here. Oh, yeah. now the free kick goes against Sneelis. Yeah, man. If you've got any other plans between now and about five o'clock, you need to cancel them, unfortunately, or take HDFC Radio with you. 
chipped over the top now by Kai Phelan. Straight to Kieran Jones. The two who both came through Luton's setup. Jones going on to play for Norwich as well. And then another late foul on Toby Syme. The referee will penalise the Bedford man. He somehow, though, the referee's kept, he's kept his cards in his pocket. No one's even been booked yet. No, incredible though it does sound. Uh, I mean, you've got another referee. You'd have had definitely uh, two or three bookings uh, oh. going on in this game. Matt's help, Matt said Giamfi was booked, so there has been okay. one. There's been one. Well, there you go. And it's that number 10 there. Who's, yeah, uh, him and Bell have been at each other, as is Barker and Sanders and Syme as well. Yeah, no, there's some great mix-ups in this game, man. Horlock's going to send his players forward into the final four minutes of the first half. And Horlock will take now. See some lights flashing yeah. over there. Don't know what getting the added time ready a little bit early, though, so far. Horlock then down the left-hand side. Looking for Sneelis and Hey, Hey flicks it on, but there's no one anticipating. And now a goal kick for Harry Palmer. I feel like we're going to need a lie down at half-time. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to probably take one at half-time myself, yeah. <laughs> You're going to need it. White now then to Drew Richardson, the tall defender, down the left-hand side. Nicely worked, and Barker was disgusted that the Bedford man had even attempted to ask for a free kick there. <laughs> Bell then in the base layer, those lime green boots, takes the throw in then down the right-hand side, nodding at Sneelers to go forward. Some bit of telepathy going on there. Idia and Gleeson to his left as well. Bell... Winds it up down the left-hand side. Warburton heads away. Ball not challenging Ashley Hay. Now Barker heading it into Warburton. Shins it across really into the middle. And then it's worked wide again to Giamfi. Good header away by Syme. Now uh, Hay can nod one down. Sneed is looking to go wide to Edie. And Edie oh. nips in. Felt he was fouled. Guvea now can turn. Was he fouled? The referee says he's going to pull it back for the Edie free kick. So that a really good game so far, this ref. Yeah, yes. And he, although, of course, both teams will get annoyed at him for one reason or another, he's just kept control of the game. It could spill over, really, otherwise. Yeah, no, listen, I think I think the ref's had a blinder. The, the lino, not so much down <laughs> our side. He has had a bit, well, yeah. I mean, if you've got things There's on the There's a couple of corners, at, yeah. yeah, that maybe he's missed. Now, this one this does is feel is in shooting range. 15, yeah. 20 yards, if you like, away from the edge of the penalty area. It's very straight, maybe a little bit more to the left-hand side. And again, Gouveia who smashed the post in just the third minute from a free kick, now eyes it up from a similar position. It's just a little bit further back. He's had his practice run, Guvea. This is the, this is the real thing. Guvea to take then. Four in the wall, hits it straight into the wall. It might still fall in there for a hitching man. Sneelis is there. And in the end, though, Bedford play it out nicely. They're going on the counter-attack. Not Guvea's finest effort, though. He wins the ball back here. Felt he was fouled. The ref says play on. Good work back from Bell. Warlock. Just to get it back to his goalkeeper, just take the take the sting and the trouble out of the play. Barker then. Back into Charlie Horlock, hits it over the top. Bell will try and run onto it. It's taken down, not convincingly. Bell tries to nip in. He might still get there in the box. The Bedford man feeling does well, though he's won a free kick. He was looking to just shepherd it behind. And he was bundled down by Bradley Bell. In some of these key moments, Bedford have done well to their credit. They've just been able to hold firm. Yeah, I mean, defensively, they've, they've done really well. Um, they, you know, I was just looking out there. We've either got a mole or somebody's had a bit of turf up. Wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been one of those strong challenges going in. Nice bit of work for Steve and the boys at half-time to get that covered up. 
But yeah, no, what you're saying is I, I think defensively uh, Bedford have been been really played really well. You know, just on the attack, they've just been lacking a little bit. Bella Cross in there. We've got James listening in. Said afternoon. Sounds like I'm missing a cracker. Oh, We're mate. all over them like a 30 quid Primark suit. I'm <laughs> um, at Biggleswade United today as they aim to progress in the FA Vars. Sadly, losing 1 0 at the moment. I've spotted a few fellow Canary fans here at Second Meadow. Well, I'm not sure what they're doing there in all honesty, but fair enough, James. Hope you're enjoying that one. Hoping for Biggleswade to go through. And there's another James here as well, celebrating his 12th birthday today. Happy birthday, James, down in front of us. Yes, James. Happy birthday, mate. All downhill from now. <laughs> <laughs> long, uh, who was who was? Well, I don't even know what to compare. When you were twelve, a long. dinking this one in into the Better. box, headed away. They are a tall back line there, Bedford. When Gleason. I was twelve, Freddie was nineteen seventy-four. So you can work that out. Punk, punk rock was yeah. just about to raise its yeah, ugly you, head. You told me about some of your outfits that you wore oh, the other okay. day <laughs> at Michelover. There thank are no pictures. No, because there's no social media then yeah. as well, thank God. And ball. Juvea bringing one down. We're into the two minutes of added time anyway. Still making his way down to the edge of the box. Barker's in some space on Hit the it. edge. Gleason goes for goal! Oh. Saved by the keeper. Another long-range rocket from the Irishman. He scored a couple back in his EFL days, and he's now gone back to being normal yeah, Stephen card, Gleason. Yeah. Lunging in with a tackle there. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, Bedford yeah. players will all make a massive meal out of it, running and sprinting in, trying to get him wound up. Yeah. He's going to get a yellow. It was a bad tackle. It's nothing more than that. <laughs> Look at Jonesy and, and, and Callum Connolly over, Donnelly over the side yeah. there. Jonesy lunging in, but there's no need. The Bedford players have all tried to make that seem a lot worse than it was. They all sprinted in trying to go, oh, look, let's have a fight with them. There's, it's a bad tackle. It's a yellow card. It'll be all right. Let's get on with the game. It's childish from them. It's not really that bad a tackle. I mean, yeah, OK, for the ref, ref to grab another yellow card. It's his second for the day, and it couldn't have gone to a nicer fella there. Uh, apart from Gleese, you know. He's, he's just emotionally played the ball, yeah. you know. I mean, that's all it is. It's he not just deliberately... smashed that shot in and was saved by Harry Palmer. It was a great effort. Yeah, it was a great save as well. He's all right, mate. He's all right. Basewood 1, Tamworth 2 now. St Ives lead uh, as well in the Southern League. So we'll get back underway. Mm. But, yeah, by the reaction of the Bedford players, you think the world was coming to an end there. But the yeah. referee gave the yellow straight away. Now I'll have a word of Callum Donnelly, who definitely, did you say he was almost in the direction of the, the Hitchin dugout? He was halfway over there to go and see Jonesy, and <laughs> Jonesy was holding his ground. More fool him. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, now Callum Donnelly booked in the least surprising news of the well, afternoon. We, hang on, it was supposed to have been, who said the 60th minute? Yeah. <laughs> One of the ground staff, I think, yeah. <laughs> we knew he was going to get a card. <laughs> you, just, you just knew that was going to happen. That were, Callum Donnelly, the second that tackle went in and he went over to have a pop at yeah. the Hitchin dugout. You know what he was really thinking, didn't he? He wishes he was on the pitch. Yeah, now he'd have been straight in. He told us before the game, he couldn't believe how easy it was to wind up Stephen Gleeson in the reverse fixture. Sparkling to head the ball away, goes down the shot, again comes in. Sam Warburton, he, he fancies a goal today, but he's not going about it in the right way. That's flashed wide. No, I think he's more bred as a defender than very he is good, as a striker. Good. There you go. Very you good. asked me for some punts today, and it's hard work with this lot. Yeah, a little bit, little bit stale in front of goal oh. so far. <laughs> Nearly half-time anyway. I'll be joined by Matt Furness to talk all things Toby Ediemo, who's scored for Watford a few weeks after playing against the likes of Needham Market and Baseford yeah. United for Hitchin Town. 
He's, he took his goal well as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. On the replay, it's immense. Yeah, he was so emotional after scoring. And his interview after was, was a great watch as well. We've got some quotes from Mark Burke to talk about as well. He was interviewed by the uh, Watford Observer to get some thoughts on Toby Eddie That's going to be half-time then. Let's hope they can all make it down into the dugout in one piece. The linesmen are sprinting into the middle to make sure nothing else boils over. Stephen Gleeson, that tackle just ignited a few people. Callum Donnelly receiving a, a yellow card. Whether he'll receive, uh, remain there for the 90 will be another question. He's over there talking to the assistant and the referee in the middle at the moment. That Gleeson uh, foul there just seemed to boil things over. And what's been a, an energetic first half? Yep, it certainly has been an energetic first half and one that I think Berkey is actually going to be the more pleased of the two managers because, you know, we've really looked good going forward and uh, if it was not for the for the excellent uh, defensive skills of Bedford there, we could have quite easily been two or even three up. Yeah, what a first half anyway. Hitchin flying out from the blocks. Guvea hit the post uh, from a free kick. Ashley Hayden shot wide a few minutes later. Bedford, though, they worked their way back into the game. Warburton had a few efforts. He tested Charlie Horlock late on in the second half. Yes, he but did. But Hitchin had a few good chances in there. Set pieces as well. Kieran Jones for Sari Palmer into a good save. The Canaries really should be one or two up here. Uh, not to be so far, though. And interesting to see how Bedford come out and change things in the second half. They'll want to win this game. Oh, yeah, definitely. You can see the emotion and the passion that they've got. They're, they're, they're not here to make up the numbers. They're definitely, uh, they're definitely here to win it. Absolutely. So a really, really entertaining first half. No goals for either side. What will Mark Burke be thinking in there? It's all become a bit scrappy, hasn't it? He'll want Hitchin to play their football, but I think Bedford are going to just try and close that up as much as they can. They'll like a scrappy game. Well, yeah, I mean, Bedford, they've, like I say, they've, they've been getting stuck in and it's just starting to come to a, to a head now um, and it's starting to boil over, you know, Callum Donnelly picking up a card from the bench and, uh, and you know, yeah, like I say, this game's put its teeth in and it's going to have a few nibbles. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we look forward to the second half anyway. We'll wait for Matt Furness to uh, join us in a few moments' time. The subs go out there. Uh, warming up, Hitchner got Cody Cott Stevens, Wilkinson, De Silva, Georgiou, and Joshua Allen, who has been playing. Uh, he's recently returned from a loan spell at Isthmian League High Flyers, Cray Wanderers, Marek. He scored yeah. on his debut there, so maybe he's a good player to bring on. Well, I mean, I. I as you saw, I gave Berkey in a, a little shout just before the game and yelled, you know, what's he like? What's he like? And, and Berkey says, yeah, very good. So uh, there's no reason why he shouldn't come on. The thing for me is, who do you take off? Yeah, absolutely. Hard to call so far. Idiaco has been a bit in and out of the game, hasn't he? He's so effective when he picks up possession, starts running at people. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely agree with that. Yeah, he has been uh, absolutely brilliant. As my old mate Richard Gillett just passes there, he's... Uh, He's a good old egg. He used to be a bit of a striker himself, oh, but he'll never he? admit that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, we wait Matt for Matt. Then Bedford do have Rene Howe uh, to bring on as well. And he's played his EFL football, the likes of Peterborough United, Burton Albion uh, and Newport County. And it just feels like we're taking a breath here at the moment. It was uh, a really entertaining watch. Very different to the reverse fixture, different to the Mikelover. Uh, game as well, but it's clear that when Hitchin can attack, they really will with all they've got. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it, you can't compare this at all with the with the game that the that they used to do up against um, 
up against uh, 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 Bedford, sorry, um, because it was a different hitch inside at that time, you know. And uh, I think we've we've definitely grown, especially um, defensively. We've 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 grown a lot since those days, and and I think they're they're a little bit sort of surprised with it. Yeah, I think they might well be Bedford. Their, their game plan has been going down the wings, hasn't it? One wing, yep. you know, Will Owens going taking people on, Gianfi going through the middle. Uh, yeah. And then Warburton taking on Bell, who's been up against it a little bit. Yeah, no, them two. Interesting little uh, match developing between those two. I think, listen, I think Brad Bell's had an absolutely banging game so far. Uh, he's been really, really good and, uh, and, and on, his, on his game at the moment. Um, but, you know, so is Warburton. He's, um, he's got himself forward as well. And uh, we, look, we look forward to more of that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you want to keep talking, I'll give Matt a shout anyway. Yeah, no, you go you go over there and do exactly that. I can I can just um, pump it up. We've got uh, 18 people listening, so we give thanks and praise for that, especially at half-time. Everybody usually does clear the ranks. Yeah. And um, we've got the uh, the under-9s, under that looks like, or something out there, bouncing around and kicking yeah. the ball around. Callum Ellis watching over them. Uh, Matt, um, luckily, Hello. you'll have a bit more breath left in the tank than we do after that Ooh. first half. It was a bit of a thriller. Uh, it was. I can't <laughs> believe Stephen Gleeson didn't get sent off there. Did, that was did, such an yeah. awful tackle. It was <laughs> yeah. a scissor tackle. And I think Callum Donnelly got jealous. Oh. So he had to get himself booked, didn't he? He's uh, missing being out there, isn't yeah. he? Well, he might be in the second half. This is a game for him, I think. It's a, a very feisty affair so far, isn't it? Certainly yeah. getting that way. They, they, a lot of them seem to not like each other, even though they, you know, they won't really know each other too much from outside of football. One of those tackles Bell put in where he walloped yeah. the ball straight at the Bedford man. It I think is, it's one of those games where Hitchin got bullied in that first game at Bedford earlier in the season and they, they're wanting to show that they aren't going to roll over this time yeah. don't think Bedford look as strong as they did back then um, Hitchin definitely had the better of the chances there, but they've got to put it away because the longer it goes on all it takes is one goal from a set yeah. piece they've got a bit yeah. of height there as well so yeah that Guvea free kick I mean if that goes in it's such a different game isn't it Hitchin flew out of the blocks yeah because we had that chance and then we had a, a one straight after that where we could have easily scored as well then we had the one clear off the line from the mm. corner um, and Gleason shot at the end there as well before yeah, he uh, well decided played. to take someone's legs off. So, Matt, we've got you on, of course, as a Watford fan to talk all things uh, Toby Adeyemo. Now, had you heard of him as a Watford fan before he joined Hitchin on loan? Did, what had. did you know about him? I, I'd heard of him so much so that when I got the message that we'd signed a youngster from Watford called Emmanuel Adebayo, I was like, we don't have a player called Emmanuel <laughs> Adebayo. It, I, I don't know if he's nicknamed Toby, but in the system he's known as Emmanuel. So yeah, I knew, I'd heard of Toby because he'd scored in the FA Youth Cup against Chelsea last season mm. when he was only 16. Um, and he looked a big lad then. So he doesn't I've look kind of 17. had a look at him yeah. since then. But he's been playing... I mean, Watford have got quite a weak under-23s team because they're all 17, 16-year-olds. Mm. So they've been getting hammered at the start of the season. And Adiemo has been one of the players that's actually got a couple of goals. Yeah. Now those players actually got used to that kind of level. Mm. They've been doing quite well. And there's a few good youngsters in that Watford side now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you were at the game where he made his debut. Of course, he came off the bench against Reading in the FA Cup. We were all delighted for him. Now, that seemed like a game where a lot of youngsters were given an opportunity. Did you have a feeling it might be that and then he'd go back into under-23 football? Absolutely, yeah. We, against <laughs> Reading, we have, I think we've got an injury list of about 17 first-team players. And they wanted to rest the ones that were fit, so they brought in loads of youngsters. And Adiemo, along with uh, Michael Adepoko, who came on in the last game as well, two 17-year-olds have been there. Jack Greaves as well. So we've got a couple of youngsters that hung around. Adiemo's on the bench again today. Yeah. We're losing 2-0, so I might, uh, might see him in the <laughs> Might come on, yeah. But yeah, the, the goal he scored in his uh, on his debut, or the league debut, 
was it was just a phenomenal occasion. Like he he couldn't believe he'd scored himself, the hands in his head. But the 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 moment he scored, it came four minutes after he came on. In the 72nd minute, was it was actually on Graham Taylor Day. Oh, wow. Every year we celebrate Graham Taylor because it's the closest game to his death. Yeah. And the 72nd minute is the minute we all applaud, and for an academy player to score in that exact minute, yeah, that's was, it was phenomenal. And uh, yeah, it's been it's quite kind of a. I don't know, it feels like a game changer for Watford because they haven't had an academy player score for nine years now. Mm. On, on their debut, it was around 19, 20 years ago. Wow. So, yeah, having an academy player come on, it, we haven't had that kind of local identity for a long time. So, yeah. it was great to see Adi Emo do it. And of course, um, he's, he's um, intellectually advanced for his years as well. In the interview afterwards, he was, he's, he's, he's oh, very sort of. Uh, lovely lad. Like, doesn't he, he? He looks really grounded. Um, very thankful for the opportunity. Quite a lot of young players come in or are in and around the first team. They think they've made it already and you right, don't get sure. that sense from Adiemo at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I really hope he does it. Um, we've signed a couple of strikers this week, so maybe he'll be moving back into the under-23s. But it's been a great experience for him and I don't think we'll see him again at Hitchin. I was just going to say, do you think with the, with the new players coming in, do you think we'll get another chance to have a little loan of him? Well, I don't think we'll get him, but I think that his experience here, and he, he's had good words to about Hitchin. I think that Mark's, well, Berkey's got a really good relationship with Omar Ritsa, who's our under-23s manager. Mm. Damon Lathrope as well. Yeah, and they'll yeah. know that they can send players here. There's a really good like core group of youngsters at Watford now. They're in the FA Youth Cup fifth round. They play Arsenal next week in that ah. game. Um, yeah, the two train right next to each other, yeah. don't they? Them and Arsenal. And, and so. there's been kind of like we've had a couple of Arsenal youngsters come through as well, etc. So I'm hoping yeah. that, yeah, we might get one or two here next season or even one more at the end of the season. You never know. Yeah, I don't know if you came to the base for game away, but when Adeyemi walked onto the coach, he took the time to shake hands with everyone who was sitting there, all of the volunteers, all the officials who were sitting on there. And that definitely meant a lot to people, you know, because yeah. lone players, they can come in, they can play once and they won't really talk and they'll think, I just want to be back here. But he did give his all. The only criticism I have is that Needham Market game. I thought Perhaps he knew he was going to be playing for the first team and maybe thought, I'll not take it easy, but of course he didn't want to get injured in that day. And, and fair enough. It, it was yeah. good to see him come on, meet all the volunteers and have sing respect song, for non-league. Sing a song. Sing a song. I've got, yeah. still got the video of that. So when he's, you know, banging them in in the yeah. Premier League, that'll be going out and going viral, <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it's great to see a young player come through at Watford. And I really hope that him or one of the others that's been on the fringe of the team make it. And maybe we'll see, yeah, a couple here. I've, I said to Berkey Prima, matches a couple that are doing quite well one was on loan at Biggleswey Town last year Adrian Manny got a hat-trick in midweek for the under 18s and uh, he could be one maybe we'll see here in the future yeah absolutely and as you say it boosts Hitchin's standing for, for you know getting people like him in Mark Burke and I was full of praise for him as well uh, talked about Toby being keen to learn spending time on the bench observing uh, Steve Cawley two players at different ends of their uh, careers frustrating to see Cawley injured obviously at the moment we brought in Josh Allen uh, yeah. from Luton of course another player um, we don't know too much about but you know we are reliant to an extent on these lone players coming in but it can be a real mixed bag you really never know what you're going to get no we, i mean we, over the years we've had a few that have looked really good here but then never really moved on i mean mm. i think jake hutchison might buck that trend he looks like a player that he's well this season he's already moved up to national, national league, league now, yeah he? i always thought dioigo who's here now obviously was that good but yeah. he suffered bad injuries and hopefully he can work his way up yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's good to see some great youngsters here. I really like Idio Koa in midfield. I think he looks a really good player. He obviously played in the FA Vars for Newport Pagnell. He's on loan from Luton this yes. year as well. Yeah. Maybe he might be one that can make it in the Football League after this. Well, let's, let's hope <laughs> so. I was getting shot out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a bit nervous. Yeah. So um, 
Okay, I think we've just had... You, no, you got the number for Hitch and Garage so you can sort your car out. Oh, okay, so lovely. Oh, that's, well, that's all, all important that's in a this good car bit, weather. That's a good bit of live radio, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt, thoughts on the second half, anyway? It seems like it's only going to get more and more feisty. Do you reckon Callum Donnelly will survive 90 minutes? <laughs> uh, he, surely he's going to bring himself on. I think that, that midfield, Hitchin are controlling that central midfield at the moment. Their number 10's on a booking for that mm. bad does that Does that yellow, right? He's been yellow yeah, as a manager. Does say. that carry on to the pitch as a player? Yeah, because he's, play, he's right. named substitute. So yeah, okay. Can, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> he, he maybe he won't come on. Yeah, but that's coming on is it with a yellow. But I think I Graham, you need the first goal Graham Tomlinson one. might hold him back then potentially. They've Possibly. only got four subs. Rene Howe, I mean, that's an experienced player well, to bring on. They've got, um, I think he's a centre half by trade, really. Saunders up top. He's yeah. playing yeah. today, and Callum did say pre-match he had a trick up his sleeve, <laughs> and that, that was it. But Rene Howe's got a physical. Yeah, I mean, two of them so, up. Yeah, yeah. If Hitchin don't score. You don't want yeah no. those two up front. Any set pieces. We saw it in the, I think it was the FA Trophy this year. Was it the FA Cup we played that team? Haybridge, hey, when you did commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, we just couldn't control them. Yeah. But I think if we get the first goal, we could get two or three here. I think yeah. we, we look good going forward, but there's, we're missing that Steve Cawley kind of hold-up man mm. at the moment and players to play off him. Actually, Hayes done well. He's given them the run around a little bit. But there's nothing really sticking up there. We need a bit no. of luck and we need to yeah, sneak a goal here, I think. Well, there's loads of bits and pieces of Ashley Hay lying all over the pitch. <laughs> yes. He's been absolutely kicked to death. What do you do then if you're Mark Burke? Matt, what, who do you bring on? How do you change things around? Well, I'd, I'd keep it as it is for now. Um, but I'd loathe take off um, one of the front three because I think they're playing quite well. But you, mm. I kind of want to see this Luton lad near the end. He might have something about him. He's obviously been on loan mm. at Cray Wonder has done quite well there. Scored on his debut there. So. Yeah. yeah. And... Yeah, I don't know. I, at the moment, I think it's going all right. I think Bradley Bell might be the one that could come off for Rio, maybe. Um, just to give it a bit more of that attacking impetus, a bit more pace up there. I'm not saying he's not played well, but I think that he got caught a couple of times defensively in that first half. Warburton should have scored that chance. He should have done, um, really. Yeah. Yeah, so I keep it tight for now. Um, try and sneak a goal in the next 20 minutes. If we don't, don't get nervous, but if they score, <laughs> definitely get nervous. Get a little bit yeah. shaky, hope. Yeah, get a little bit shaky. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. How do you see this rivalry as well? Because, you know, we try and dress a few games up, you know, when we play Kings Langley as a, a Hertfordshire rivalry. But even though we haven't played them in the in the league for eight years until the start of the season, it feels like, you know, these two teams, the crowds come in at 823. It's a bit of a, a modern-day wow. rivalry now. Yeah, I think it's our biggest crowd at home since, or Paul was telling me earlier, since St. Neitz, which was April 20. 16 wow. was like last time we got and there was over a thousand that day so yeah local derby it doesn't seem like there's no real bad blood it's a bit feisty as you'd expect because there's a bit of a macho testosterone out there with these guys, <laughs> certainly there? Is. six six fours in their team they definitely <laughs> fancy themselves not but, all of the six fours do Matt trust me <laughs> <laughs> but I think that yeah, it's it's good for the, like local football. We have derbies. Yeah. You want you want those local derbies, and we used to have a lot more when Alsey were any good. And, um, <laughs> I remember uh, those I mean, days when Biggleswey were any good. I suppose they didn't yeah. really bring crowds, but they bring people here. So yeah, we want more local derbies around here. We don't really play in teams in Birmingham every week. No. Uh, well, hitching it back up there, warming up. Matt will let you get back to it on the social media. No I'm sure worries. you'll be winding people up on there by I'll the end of the game. <laughs> so enjoy the second half. <laughs> nice we'll see mate. how hitching go. Thank you for uh, for joining us. Uh, so hitching back out there as our Bedford as well. Uh, a shout out uh, as well for Andy Deck uh, from IDNet who can't be here today. He's ill. We hope you're better soon, Andy. Uh, the rest of the guys are enjoying a few beers anyway. I can say as much they as certainly that. They are, yeah. Uh, uh, so we, they are down as the match sponsors today. They'll be choosing man of the match.
And so Hitchin and Bedford back out there. It's going to be a tough call, actually, man. Yeah, picking man of the match from that one, as I know myself. Lane Eady over there on our near side. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Gesturing over at, at something anyway. Yeah, have a, we'll have a jar afterwards. Oh, I think, I'll, I'll, I'll have a bit of that, and then I'm off to the, off to the Highlander for a drink as well. So. Double bubble. Mate, yeah. since you've turned 18, you've just turned into a monster. No, no, I'm not having that. <laughs> I've, been, I've, had, I've had three weeks of antibiotics of this sore throat, so I'm overdue a few beers. You, you anyway. are, you are, it's true. Hey, it's not an offence. <laughs> well, Brett Brett was trying to get me out when he was here on Boxing Day. Yeah, so. you don't want to go out with Brett yeah. until you're at least 21. Here Absolutely. we go, we're off. So back underway for the second half then. After 15 minutes of calm. The chaos will ensue once again under the grey skies at top field. Hitching against Bedford Town then. Yeah, man. 15 and minutes of calm and now 45 minutes of calmage. Yeah, absolutely. So will Callum Donnelly bring himself on for the second half? Uh, shout out to Peter Sinfield, said loving the commentary. Thanks, Pete. Cheers, A Pete. few more goals at my game. London Colney nil, Shefford Town and Campton six at oh, half time. Shefford oh are flying. Look good for promotion. Uh, so far from step six. Excellent. Well done, Shefford. Always good to see the local teams going well. Here's a free kick early on in the second half for Bedford Town then. Don't be taken place, by really. Joe Butterworth. There was a similar area for a Gouveia one. Uh, down on Bedford's left wing. It's going to be an in-swinger tour with Charlie Horlock's goal. This could be tricky. Here's Butterworth then. The light blonde hair. Crosses one in and Ashley Hay there to meet it with the header. Idia Coa in. Just leaves the ball for Bradley Bell. Nice. Cleared. Nice. Oh, what a flick on that is by Sneelis. Doesn't quite reach Gouveia. Gleason had to be careful there coming in. Now Lane Eady looking to clear one away. Gouveia will have some space to run down the left-hand side now. Takes on Hugh Alban-Jones. Beats the man down the left-hand side. Gouveia oh. still. The Bedford players felt he was fouled there. Sam Warburton. Pushed back defending at the start of this second half. Jones now into Toby Syme. Sweeps the ball back into uh, Charlie Horlock. He's done well there. Horlock now up and over the top looking for Reedy. Chest the ball down. It's going to be another frantic start to this second half. Jones now across to Stephen Gleeson. Shout out to Berkey. That's Martin Burke for, <laughs> for, for, for getting, this, uh, getting this coffee in and a nice portion of chips. Cheers, Berkey. Yeah, very nice. It makes you hungry. But as, we, as we've learned over a few seasons of doing this, you can't eat and commentate. No, you can't it's eat substantial. and commentate. Otherwise, you end up on going like that. <laughs> Bedford fans have unveiled the flag down there. Pride of East Anglia, Bedford Town. So they've extended right. that past Bedfordshire or... And gone, gone the whole hog, East Anglia. That's a fair old lump. You got yeah. uh, Norwich Not in there. I Suffolk, yeah. Norfolk. Ipswich. Yeah, I Essex, suppose they're right. Essex, you extend it too? I don't, I don't know. Probably not. Sneelis now to Bell. Probably behind. The Bedford fans in good voice anyway, as you'd expect them to be. I was told from, from Martin that the, the bar was packed before kickoff. Right. Both sets of fans in there. Bradley Bell then with the throw in. Sneelis, Hay and Gouvet are all in the box. Next commentary will hopefully be next Saturday away at St Ives. Here we go. As Hay tries to flick one in, and it will be cleared away to Gleeson on the edge of the box, who's been put under pressure quickly. Edie now coming back in, finds Gleeson again, turns into Kieran Jones. 
casually does it. Jones on his right foot slips the ball through to Q, through ah. to Idi Rather extravagantly trying to let the ball go through, but there was no one running onto it. They've not quite adjusted to Lane Edie yet. I think they still think Rio da Silva's going to make those it's rapid runs forward, but yeah. Edie's just not that type of player we, we talked about in the first half, but you need to change. Yeah, and um, I mean, we was talking with, with Matt Furness. He said he'd take Brad Bell off, and uh, but I think it's probably Lane Edie I think taking me. him off for da Silva's risky as well, because yeah. Bell's weakness here has been his defending, and now Bedford can come forward through Connor Tomlinson, but he's given it straight to Charlie Horlock. That is appalling. If you're a Bedford fan, uh, yeah, well, I can see all their heads have just <laughs> dropped behind there. That was terrible. Sorry. Big game down the bottom. Kings Langley nil, Barwell one. So Barwell will move above Bedford. will go down to 17th. Hitcher does think Sanders still sixth. It's Colville nil, Ilkeston nil. If that result stays as it is, uh, Hitchin. Uh, we'll stay where they are, I think, even with a win. They need Colville to lose uh, to move into the playoffs today. But right. a win for Hitchin, Marek, would mean they level their total number of points from the whole of last season. Yeah, it's incredible. We're, we're certainly having a better season. I'm so glad that we're not down there um, in a relegation fight. But uh, the, this this league is so tightly poised that only a couple of bad results and and, and you're back down there again. Gamfi Long again down. And there yeah, a lot of teams with games in hand as well. Tomlinson oh, no, up against this. Toby Sun. There's no one with him, though. He's waiting for Sanders to make the run on the edge of the box. Still Tomlinson lays it off. Hugh Auburn Jones is there. He's giving it straight to Stephen Gleeson. Bedford fans are shaking their heads in disgust. They're wasting some of these opportunities. Well, it's the same man again, isn't it, that's gone down there. He's done all the hard work, and it's just that last Connor little Tomlinson. touch. Connor manager's Tomlinson, manager's son, eh? <laughs> oh, who'd be a manager's son? He won't, won't take him off. <laughs> Only four players in this league, though, have scored more goals this season. There's Conor Tomlinson, the well. son of former Man United, Wimbledon, Luton forward, and now Bedford manager Graham. Four in his last five as well, he's scored. Well, maybe we should be grateful that he's having an off day then, because... Yeah, Absolutely. Those two runs there were, were mm, threatening. Not with, yeah, yeah, Long not ball over now for Sanders. Flicks oh, it down. All sides made a mistake here. And now he might get another chance. And again, he's messed it up, Connor Tomlinson. Scuffs his shot. Sanders now on the edge of the box, looking for his night for the season. He's not going to get it there. It was on his weaker left foot. Tomlinson's having a shocker here. Well, yeah, again, yeah, he's had a shocker. He's clear one-on-one -on -one with Charlie Horlock. All he's got to do is stick his foot through it, but he's just, he's, he's dawdling. Shout out to Simon Merrick, said, listening in from Orlando. Hey. Hoping for a goal to make the cocktails taste better. <laughs> wow. Sure, they can't be too bad out there. I bet it's lovely and sunny. Bit of bourbon Good in that cocktail. Good to have you with us, Simon, anyway. Yeah. Listeners from Orlando, listeners from Stockholm in Sweden today. And listeners from Biggles Wade with James as well at Biggles Wade United. Oh now that it's played for again, he's looks offside here. Charlie Sanders, the liner, will put his flag up. Be patient, he'll do it, it's all right. <laughs> well, we'll see. it's not the Premiership, he ain't got to wait until... That is true, there's no VAR here. Get your flag up, mate. <laughs> am, I, am I grumpy today? Am I a bit grumpy? Oh, no, you're in a good mood. We've, we've missed our football, haven't we? And I we think have. you can tell that these players have as well, the way they've been flying into these challenges. They are really enjoying being out there and they want to make it count. They certainly have. They're certainly putting on a display for us here. Uh, if you're a neutral watching this game, you've really had a treat. Callum Donnelly, I can see his shorts on. I can see his socks pulled down as well. Is he considering coming on? He's on a yellow he card after having is, a pop look. at the Hitchin dugout. Yeah, Luton won, Grimsby won in the FA Cup, by the way. Come on, Luton. Grimsby did go up to League Two last season, promoted in that playoff final from the National League. Idia Koa now takes the ball away from Hay. Bell winding the cross up. Oh, oh it might challenge the keeper here. It's landed <laughs> just beyond the net, though, in the end. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a, a bit of an up and over, as Eddie Waring used to say. Yeah, a swirler there from Bell. Only Edie was in the box as well, so 
wasn't the, the greatest option potentially. Well, all calm now on the home front. Bedford can get the game back underway. Yeah, seven going in the second half. Hitching nil, Bedford nil. Probably the best nil-nil we've had all season. Bedford have only drawn nil-nil once. That was against Needham Market. It's been common for Hitchin at the start of the season. Gouveia now. Bell making the run down the right-hand side. Gouveia slipping the ball through. Hay was in there and it had to be put behind by Kai Phelan for a Hitchin corner. Yeah, more good pressure from Hitchin. We got the right man in the box this time uh, <laughs> with, with Ashley Hay, but uh, well defended from Bedford. Out for a corner. So Gouveia again to take it. Hitchin have been a little bit wasteful from a few of these set pieces. At other times, though, they've created some good opportunities. What can Gouveia come up with here? He's just going to take his time down by the far side to get it ready. The crowd of 823 in today, as Matt said, they reckon it's the biggest league crowd since April 2016. 823. Yeah, against Sydney, and that was to make it through to the playoff semi-final as well. Brilliant. Well Over done, a thousand everyone. That day, here's Gouveia. Can he make the Hitchin fans happy? It's nodded down, mm. and it's not cleared. It is now. It wasn't quite headed away, and then Bedford are able to hoof it clear. Bell now. Gleason chipping one, looking for Jones, and it's nicely taken away and dealt with by the Bedford man. And Horlock, quick of his line, and picks the ball up inside his own half. He's done well there. So calm under pressure, Charlie Horlock. He yeah. made a mistake in the reverse fixture when he picked the ball up leading to the, the back pass, that indirect oh, yeah. free kick that Auburn Jones hammered home. What it was a great was goal. <laughs> of course, it was a, a tough time for him off the pitch yes, it was, around yeah. that time, but he has come back stronger, Charlie Horlock. So let's have a look at the Southern League scores elsewhere. Is it still nil-nil here in the 55th minute? Stratford lead Rushton. Baseford one, Tamworth two. After Tamworth beat Hensford nine-one last weekend. Yeah, that was, was one all at one point. Hensford one, Old Church two. Kings Langley nil, Barwell one. Layston one, St Ives nil. The same scoreline between Mickelover and Rushall and Redditch and Bromsgrove Sporting. Taken down now by Giamfi. Plenty of runners forward, including Sanders. He tries to split the ball through Edie. He wasn't aware it. of Owens making the run down on his shoulder. Owens crossing one in and over the top and behind for a goal kick. Yeah, I can see Edie struggling now. Yeah, I mean... He should have picked up that run. He should have done. That's what I was saying, rather than taking off uh, Brad Bell, who I think, I think he's, he's been one of Hitchin's best players, to be fair. Mm. Um, yeah, Lane Edie's just sort of... Um, I don't know, he's just getting sort of bossed a little bit down that side. Yeah, no sign yet of anyone coming on. They're all just trying to keep warm over there. And the uh, hitching dugout. Goal kick then for Charlie Horlock. Steadies himself. He's warming up, Callum. Callum. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> just sharpening it, his knives. It, it is strange to see, isn't it? He's been managing, well, in, assistant interim manager one moment and then warming up the next. One goal and one red card this season. It goes to show you what a, what a great footballer all-rounder he is. I mean, for the game, you know, if you can come on and manage, you can mm. be a coach, you can be a player, you know, it's 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 not easy. Rene Howe as well, a, a physical, experienced striker. He could come on and play up alongside Sanders if Bedford wants to just take it a little more route one. Donnelly will engage with Gleeson. I mean, they might even just think, come on and get Gleeson sent off. You sure. know, it might be that easy. That's the plan. Is Giamfi Try and wind him up. He's looked good for them, that Gamfi. Yeah, nice ball wide now to Sam Warburton. And a, a few shots in this game. This time he's delivered across and Syme lunging to clear away for a, a throw-in out down, bouncing into the wall of the club shop. I mean, that's what defenders do. Put your foot through it, get it out of the way, get it off the planet Earth, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know it ain't nowhere near your goal. That's yeah. what you want. Get rid of the ball. 
And Sime was able to do so now. So Bedford starting the second <laughs> half nicely. Giampi making on, his way ref. past Snealus. Still Giampi down by the touchline, gets the ball in, it's behind for a corner. I thought the ref was going to blow for a foul then, but uh, yeah, Giampi's got away with another one. Well, Snealus as well was physical though. They were grappling with each other. Yeah, maybe the ref just saw, saw it as 50-50-50. So corner now then for Bedford Town. It's going to be a right-footed delivery. There's Jack Keeble over there, swinging the ball in straight to Gleeson at the near post, and who can clear, and Callum Donnelly will pick the ball up straight away, throw it out to one of his uh, teammates. as He continues to warm up for a, a Bedford Town throw-in. It's a little bit short of ideas here, though. The Eagles, he... They're all square of the Canaries still so far this afternoon. Hitchin had won five of the previous meetings uh, between Bedford in uh, all competitions before this season. But Bedford winning 3-0 in September, and it's 0-0 here at the moment. Jones can Brilliant. clear this one away. The Brackley Town, Loney. Now Hay making his way through. Nice bit of skill, and again, he looked like he was clipped, but Giampi comes away, possession fair and square, slipping them all through now. And again, Simons to clear. Mud almost obscuring the number four on the back of his shirt and behind now for a Bedford throw. Yeah, Simon, he's spent a bit of time on the ground, hasn't he? Sort of defending and uh, throwing himself in the way. But uh, this is Bedford's time at the moment. This is where they've really got to shine. Again, it's chipped over looking for corner Tomlinson. And Simon will just see the ball all the way out. Oh, it's bounced off the corner flag and gone out for a throw-in rather than a goal kick. So the preferred result for Bedford, really. Yeah. <laughs> Would have much rather that. You don't want to be taking a throw-in right down there, but uh, that's that's uh, what Hitchin have got to do. Throw-in then for the Prell as the Bedford fans continue in voice. And you do often see Hitchin will outnumber the away fans, but the away fans always seem to make more noise. Hitchin Oops. fans are a little more polite almost, if you like. They don't seem to sing as much. No, I think that's probably because most of them can't. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Edie heading one away. And a big bullet header forward now looking for Sanders, brings the ball down onto his left foot. Jones just steps across and is able to deal with it. Still Sanders though. Bill no. nips back in and defends and then Jones, cool as you like, chips the ball forward for Guvea, flicking it down straight into the centre circle to a Bedford man. Hitch, you need changes here. Yeah, I think so, definitely. We need to sort of do something. Jones back now to Horlock. And after such a good start in the first half, the fact they've not been able to break the deadlock is all playing into Bedford's hands. They're just starting to get control of the game now, and the chances are drying up for the Canaries. Hay flicking one through for Guvea. This could spell trouble for the Eagles, but again, yeah. Guvea can't get them, you know, one of those special bits of skill out of his locker. Sneeders can now, though. Finds Guvea, sliding tackle in and won the ball back. He looks like he's playing about 50% here, Diogo Guvea. Looks half asleep there, but he sprints back in to try and win the ball now. Redditch 2, Bromsgrove nil. Sneeders stepping... Losing my voice here. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting excited, Freddie. Yeah. <laughs> no problem as the ball's played forward to Guvea. Nice little <laughs> dink past his man and uh, he yeah. can take this down the left-hand side. Well, it's well shepherded we're, out. We're back in. I needed a drink, a tea and a cough. I thought, I thought we'd gone there. A, cough, <laughs> a coffee or a cough? Just a cough. Get clear, clear the frog out the throat. <laughs> but it's been a game worthy of losing your voice, this one. And it may well still go by the end of it. Jones yep. will have a throw in now then. Taking his time, isn't he, old Kieran Jones there? Just, uh, yeah, it's been, you know, it's been a war zone out there at times. Ilkeston do lead Colville, though. So if Hitchin win today, they will go into fifth place in that final playoff spot if that go. result stands firm. Not like that, we won't. Jones is throwing just uh, 
pecked out by uh, by Ashley Hay, and he's not looking yeah. too happy with himself for that one. Hinchy looking a shadow of themselves so far in this in this second half. No, I think you're right, Freddie. I think what's needed now is just a little change. Nothing too yeah. dramatic. You've just got Wilkinson. You've got the silver. You've got this man, Joshua Allen. It's instead, it's Bedford. Are you going to line up a sub? And I think it's Callum Donnelly who's going to come on. Uh, I would think it was. Edie yeah. lunging at it now. Sneerless gets there. Giampf, he's been magnificent. Oh. And he's brought down. He's won a free kick here. He's having a really good game. <laughs> Sneerless <laughs> just strokes his hair as well. After throwing all of his weight onto yeah. him. Yeah, that's an old one, that is. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it might be Rene Howe, actually. Is that the number nine in yeah. the green over there, potentially coming on? <clears throat> but Bedford, I think they'll be sniffing three points here as we tick over onto the hour mark now at top field. Nil-nil, it remains between Hitchin and Bedford in this Hearts and Beds derby. Phelan slipping the ball across out wide for... Charlie Sanders making his way through. Barker back there defending. Idia Coe is covering as well. Manages to deliver the cross, but there's no one in there. And Charlie Horlock can come out and claim easily enough. It is going to be Rene Howe then to come on. Excellent strength there from Charlie Sanders. We, we know he's a big lump to deal with, but he's just shown, you know, what he's about there. They've had three people try to grab hold of him. He's got through them all, but a very poor sort of final ball into the into the box. Leroy Lita has scored for all, oh. uh, for Ilkeston. Another just ticking off all of the clubs in the Southern League so far, that man. Oh, Lita. Yeah, good header now through from Ashley Hay. Gouveia wide, and it will go all the way out for a, a Bedford throw. And Hitchener just is not linking up for them so far. No, not not at the moment. It's not certainly not as uh, we're not we're not as good as we were in the first half. And and like I say, uh, Freddie, I agree with you, mate. I think we need a little bit of a change here going on. Maybe get take take uh, Edie off and bring on a De Silva, maybe. Yeah, it's all just a bit flat at the moment. Guevara and Snealus, who were magnificent in the first half, are now being kicked and you know bodied out of the game, if you like. Yeah. There's only so many kicks that you can at. Yeah before you just get bored and think, what's the point well, of being here, yeah. you know, after a while. <laughs> Sneelis will have the throw in here, though. It's a game that now needs a goal. And Bell has the throw in, midway inside the Bedford half, finding Ashley Hay, turns, going back towards Stephen Gleeson, finding Stephen Gleeson, across now for Kieran Jones, who has a little bit of space down towards the edge of the box. He goes wide, he Edie now. She wants to get across in here. Edie's going to ping the ball down the left into Jones, who goes past his man. Jones down by the byline. Does get the cross oh. in. Hay was in there. And now Idi Akoa diving on the edge of the box. Bell shoots and it's fired over the bar. Probably the first shot we've had in the whole second half. And Bradley Bell looking for another goal. Yeah, first, like you say, first decent attack from Hitchin in this uh, in this second half. And it's just that they just sort of seem to be a little bit slower than they were in the first half. Um, Bradley Bell, of course, uh, getting closer and closer and closer to that goal. Yeah, it just couldn't quite get over the top of it in the end. So here is the change, and it's an attacking one. Defender Kai Phelan replaced by Rene Howe. Well, that means Charlie Sanders is going to make his way back into centre-back, Marek. So he's going to go yeah. back into defence. And it's almost a light-for-light -light replacement of the physical presence of Howe going on up front. Yeah, yeah, like I say, another big... Big fella coming on up the front there, and um, I'm glad they've put the other big fella back in defence because you don't want them two both up front. Good God. No, it would have got difficult. Still waiting for that hitching move. Yeah, no sign of anything over no. there. Goal kick then for Palmer on the right-hand side of his six-yard box. 64 gone, and it's still goalless. Long ball over now, and Edie does well. Just sees it out for a, a hitching throw-in. 
And it's gone out into the match full sponsors. If your Wi-Fi goes down today, they're not fixing it. They've had a few beers over there. They certainly have, yeah. Jones down the left-hand side looking for Ashley Hay. It's gone all the way through. Edie might just get there. And the ball goes out, though, for a Bedford throw-in. This is certainly, at the moment, Bedford's half. Uh, at the moment, it's, uh, Edie still looks like he's down on the ground. Now it's slowly coming to his feet. Having a great... They're making the most noise out of the Hitchin Vans as sponsors today. Yeah. Tell you what, if we're going to negotiate a sponsorship deal after this game, you might be in quite a good position. You might be able to get quite a lot out of them at this yeah. rate. <laughs> They're not in a fit state to do it at the moment. <laughs> yeah, but best time to talk to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have this, whatever you want. Yeah, and, and the company car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort of the company car. Here's Simon heading away. Chip back over the top. But yeah, hopefully we'll be looking at a new sponsor for HTFC Radio in the coming weeks, which will be excellent. Here's Barker back into the feet of Charlie Hall. Lockie just scuffs it away. Yeah. Gets a big cheer from the Bedford fans. Bell trying to head the ball through. Can't keep it in, though. Remains goalless here uh, at top field. Hitchin, Bedford and Hensford all playing the most games in our division with 28 now. So everyone else having games in hand. Hitchin staying in sixth after those back-to-back -back wins against Bromsgrove and then Mikkel over that position, unaffected by the postponements. They still have the chance to move into the playoffs if they can get a goal here. <laughs> Sneelis again, physical. He's had a real battle with Gianfi. Long now to Hay. Headed away, straight to Guvea. Taking the ball down, floating it wide to Lane Ediu. Now he's trying to sprint over and get the ball. He just has to hold it up here. Back into Kieran Jones. On, nice Kieran. bit of space for him. Trying to deliver that cross. It is Jones over Idiot Coe. Hay headed it down and didn't catch it right. It's behind for a goal kick. More like it, though. They're trying to take the aerial route now, the Canaries. Yeah, and um, unlucky from Ash Hay there, but he was well shepherded um, by, the, uh, by the Bedford defence, who are having a good game, to be fair to them. Yeah, absolutely. They've had a lot of work to do in this game, but they are... Uh, holding firm at the moment. Stratford lead, but they're down to 10 men now against Rushton and Diamonds in that massive game down the wrong end of the table. Horlock does well here. Coming out to claim, throwing the ball wide into Kieran Jones. Edie's there down the left. He said he finds Gouvea, oh, shimmies mate. past his man, and he's brought down there uh, by Jack Keeble, who'll do well to escape a yellow, but he will do. Yeah, he has escaped a yellow. It's, it's a cynical foul, isn't it? It's because yeah. Gouvea's done him and he's kicked him. But it's almost card, nice really. to see Gouvea fouled because he spent the whole second half just being tackled well and fair and yeah, square, yeah. but it's almost more like it to see him brought down cynically there by a Bedford man. Let's see where this goes then. Lie over the top from Jones, looking for Sneeders. Hey, gets the head out. <laughs> Still up there into the box and nodded up behind by uh, Jack Keeble. Hitchin might uh, win a throw in here. They will. Ashley Hay with a jump again. Mate, I don't know. The man's got springs in his boots, you know. Eat your heart out, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> he would be a fine basketball player, uh, but Hitchin won't want to send him anywhere else. The Canaries will now be leapfrogged by Ilkeston, actually, into sixth place if this result does stay the as it is. The ball into the box. The ball is, oh. yeah, tinked in and Palmer can claim easily enough. But it's all about the crosses now for Hitchin. Yeah, they, they haven't really been ex exceptional, have they? Not this second half, anyway. Taken down now by Barker, trying to clear away. It's a bit of luck. Tomlinson chips on through. How knew he was offside? And Bell can just turn. Mikhail over double their lead against Russell. 2-0 to them now. Blackpool pull on back against Southampton in the FA Cup. Royston lead Needham from the penalty spot. <laughs> and 
It is now going to be the introduction of Callum Donnelly, the one we've waited for since half-time. Yeah. He's going to come on and cause some havoc in that midfield against a team where he made 300 competitive appearances. Well, mate, he's on the he, Yeah, Hitchin fans delighted to see him now. Will he impact this game? Him and Gleeson, two stalwarts <laughs> of the midfield and winding people up and getting sent off will go up against each other. Gleeson, though, rolls his foot over the ball. White to Jones. Nice ball to Guvea. Canaries are just starting to turn up the heat now. Guvea have another tackle on behind for a Bedford throwing. They're starting to play their football once again. Yeah, they are starting to get, uh, get our act together, but uh, it's not before time, really. Taken down now by Charlie Sanders, then he's back in defence. Callum Donnelly then to come on. The man who's done a great job off That's the pitch, off. steadying the ship in the dugout. Didn't enjoy his time under Paul Davis and is now back in charge alongside Graham Tomlinson. And he'll now go out and share a pitch with Tomlinson's son. Why not? <laughs> so here we go then, Callum Donnelly. Let's see what the reception is like here from the Hitchin fans who spent many a cold afternoon watching him put himself about. So Donnelly coming on, he'll replace Joe Butterworth. His afternoon comes to an end. <laughs> the idea, what, are they, what are they singing, the idea? Number five, number five. Number five. Kieran, oh, Kieran Jones. Yeah, Kieran's yeah. loving it as well. Of course he is. Struggling to contain his smile. He's almost blushing there, Kieran Jones. <laughs> so Donnelly off the bench then. We've looked forward to this. We'll be keeping a, a keen eye on him anyway. So Donnelly and Rene Howe on to the more experienced players and Jones gets a big cheer as he delivers the ball down. Edie now, oh, he's fluffed his cross in and that's an easy picking for Harry Palmer. Not being his game and he was, he, he had a mixed game against Mikelover as well, Lane Edie. Yeah, no, like I think like you say, this one's just not his game, is it? It's a lot of pace, pace out there and he's just sort of finding himself falling behind a couple of times. Um, but um, loot and go 2-1 up against... 2-all I've just pinged it on my phone. Grimsby have equalised again the oh League 2 side. Oh, my God. Horlock now throwing the ball to Syme. We have 20 minutes left. This game could go on all day and we'd be entertained as Donnelly goes in on Daniel Idiokoa. Now Hay in there as well. And then Good. Barker steps in. Good work, Something's Barker. about to happen in this game. Sneelis now. White to Bell. Hitching and oh. piling on the pressure, and again, it's good defending by Bedford to deal with it. But you feel the chances are starting to come Hitchin's way once again. Man, do you know what? It's one of those games that's just sort of been on the edge, on the edge, on the edge, on the edge, and it's just still, still nothing's breaking for either side here. Excellent game, like I say, for the for the neutral. But if you're a, if you're a Bedford fan, you're disappointed. If you're a Hitchin fan, you're frustrated. Idiot Carl White to Bell, looking to find Glute like Guevara and can't do so. The ball straight went to Kieran Jones. He's a contender for man of the match, I tell you. Number I mean, the ID net definitely like him, but he is been superb in this game, especially in the second half. Yeah, no, he's, he's been excellent all game and he certainly Lovely is on my radar. Lovely control there by Bell, the crossfield pass by Kieran Jones. Yep. Bell chesting it down, nothing coming of it. Again, Giamfia's space, oh, chips the ball wide, he's onside as well. Bedford's right winger, Will Owens, going up against Jones. Oh, no, he's passed the ball like straight that. to Charlie Horlock. Thank you very much, what? says the Hitchin fans. Freddie, what is that? I mean, He's I might tried to slip the ball in for a, for a man, he's tried to play the through ball. And he's really overhit it. Oh. But Bedford's decision-making the final third has been really, really wanting at times. It, yeah, no, it has. And that's what I'm saying. If you're a Bedford fan, you're just going to be wreathing with it, aren't you? You know, and... Uh, mm. They had so many opportunities to get the ball in a good area and they've not taken them. And Hitchin will be grateful for that. <laughs> they still 
wait to bring on any subs. Mark Burke has picked this team, this starting 11 for the third consecutive league game, and he's not planning on changing it soon. No, but you've got to change it. I think if you, um, you, you know, was he playing for a draw? Is he happy with the draw? But mm. uh, is it going to be a draw? taking it down, Syme over the top. And now Hay nods it down to Guve. He's got a nice pocket of space in between the midfield and defence, still wriggling his way through. And it's one back. Well, oh, they've won a free kick, though, Hitchin. And again, go. it's in a good Guve position. It's in a Guve position. <laughs> that, that was poor. I hate to say it. That no, was poor. Right. You're getting subbed off. Mar <laughs> Martin, get your headphones on. Oi, <laughs> oi. <laughs> Gleason uh, picks them all up, but Guve is going to take it. Yeah, we've got a substitution going on at ACFC Radio. <laughs> You've been calling for a change all second half. <laughs> Any more puns like that, mate? Yeah. Jones as well stands over it. Jones seems to fancy himself as a free kick taker, but we've not seen it yet. No. It's going to be Diogo Guveas then. He's had a few free kicks. He smashed the post early on, and he's now got another chance. It's, they all seem to be in the same position. This is a little bit more onto the right-hand side. He might take this on, you know. Oh, he will. Absolutely. Jones is just there to offer the left-footed option, but it looks like it'll be Diogo Gouveia. No, it's Kieran Jones steps up, and it's deflected. Well, he did fancy the left foot then. Surprisingly enough, Gouveia let him take it, and now he tries to wriggle his way through. Just plays the easy ball back to Edie, who just hits long again over the top and straight into Harry Palmer. It's such a waste. Mate, listen, I like Lane Edie. I think he's an excellent footballer, but this ain't his day today. You know, we need somebody on that's going to do something. Yeah, that's too, That's really poor there. To hit that ball first time, Itchin are a better team than that. Yes. You've got to be more composed. Now up to Gouveia. It's well defended again, really nicely done by Jack Keeble. Works his way up to Giampfi now, bearing down on the edge of the box. Finds Rene Howe, he's got a bit of space onto his right foot, and Charlie Hall makes the save. He just chipped it up more than anything. Yeah, I've took a little deflection actually as he, as he tried to put his foot through it, and it just kind of spun up harmlessly into Horlock's hands. Charlie Hall looking to go along there. Here we go. 16 minutes left. Looks like that call, that it's, it's happening to Silva's getting his shirt mm. on. Yeah, he, he could easily come on in that midfield as well. Just take people on, win those free kicks. Certainly give us some pace. Yeah. I think it might be uh, Edie that's it coming off. It should off. be. You know, you think, I, I don't think Hitchin have been threatened as much down this flank on our near side. No. And I think Mark Burke will be comfortable from what he's seen from Rio de Silva so far this season before Edie came in that he can... Hold his own at left wing back. He can defend well. He's got Kieran Jones doing all their hard work as well in there. Yeah, no, he's looked good when we've seen him play there a couple of times. You know, he's, mm. uh, he's, it's almost like he's found his, his place. Parker to Gleeson. Idiokoa's got some space Idiot, to come Idiot. forward as well. Daniel Idiokoa oh. still making his way through. The ball one back fairly enough, though, there. Still oh, in there. That Ashley is. Hay, tackle lunging in. Idiokoa into the box, pulls on back across. Dealt with by Bedford, and they can clear on away. They might look to counter-attack, but Kieran Jones comes steams across. Bosh. Gets the side tackle in and wins it back. I love that. Yeah, mate, <laughs> me too. That's a proper defender's tackle. That is. And now the sub will take place. Kieran Jones, he'll have enjoyed that as well. He flew into that. He took the ball fair and square. Proper Derby Day tackle, oh. that is. It is uh, it's Bell's number two. Come Bell's coming off Rio de Silva. One you called in the first half and not in the second. I wanted to leap out of my seat there when Kieran Jones <laughs> put that tackle in. Because you knew the second that ball was played forward that Kieran Jones was going to give 100% to win that ball back. Well, he ain't slowing down, is he? So here we go. He's De got to be on. fully committed. So De Silva comes on there, gets a big cheer. He's a popular figure, Rio De Silva, on and off the pitch. Now he yeah. comes on at right wing back for the first time this season. Charlie Sanders is down. It's a scuff ball wide and now out for a hitching throw. It's a Bedford now. They're just starting to lose their composure. The game swung both ways. They had a good spell. 
uh, at the start of the second half, Bedford, apart from that, though, Hitchin have grown back into the game after they were fantastic in the first as well. Yeah, no, I think uh, we need to get back to that kind of way of thinking and let's hope that uh, De Silva can give us uh, an option down that right-hand side. Here's Jones then with the throw-in. 14 minutes to go of a brilliant local derby. Jones, has the ball entered play? I don't think it has, so Kieran Jones will get another go at the throw-in. I had to explain that when I was the assistant ref at one of my brother's t games a few weeks ago, and the players could not believe that was actually a rule, that if you yeah. mess up the throw-in, you get another go. You get another chance. But if it doesn't enter the play, happened at Fulham Tottenham the other day as well, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you get to take it again, because it's never even crossed that white line. So here is Kieran Jones again with the throw-in. Gleason's there in the middle, as is Idi Yakoa. Jones down on the left-hand side, though. Looking for Hay, can't flick it on, it's nodded down by a Bedford man, Edie then flicks on forward, he looks tired as well now. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised he hasn't come off, he does, it just looks like he's run his race already. Sneela snipping in, oh. and he's down, but it will be behind for a goal kick anyway. A physical man is Charlie Sanders, and he had brushed Sneela's aside there. Shout out to Clive, who's listening in, said, come on you Eagles, first time we've heard from a Bedford fan Fair this afternoon, here, and they Clive. need a little boost here. Their subs almost haven't worked as well. Stratford, the 10 men of Stratford, 2-0 up now against Rushton and Diamonds in a massive game. Joseph. At the bottom of the table, Joe will be gutted. There goes my coupon. A shout out to Joe as well, though, because he was made redundant from his job a few weeks ago, and he's got oh, a new it? one this week. Well done, And mate. he's delighted about that, and he's back behind the mic this afternoon, so a big shout out to him. Long over the top then from Harry Palmer. Rene Howe up against Kira Jones. He's flicked one through. Toby Simons had a good game as well. Finds Horlock. Clears on his left foot. Now Hay takes it down. Oh, lovely. Into Idiokoa now. And Hitchin can go forward. And Donnelly comes across. Love picks that. up the captain's armband now. Gleason shimmies past him. They're running rings around Callum Donnelly here. Hay now. Back into the middle. Guvea uh. trying to come forward. A good tackle back in there. Now Barker has cleared this one away. The Bedford fans enjoy that again. It's <laughs> like a Sunday morning kick about this one. <laughs> in, a, in a good way though. Yeah, no, in a, in a good way. And they way, will yeah. all have a beer and talk to each other afterwards as well. I'm sure of it. Throw in now for Bedford down the left-hand side into the last 12 minutes. Gleason swinging this ball forward towards Ashley Hay. Hitchin still just a little short of high, ideas high up kick. front. Yeah, there was one given in the first half. It's Donnelly now to Giamfi. Bedford star man so far, but nothing to show for it. He then slides in on Gleason. Dear, oh dear. Barker will take the safe route. Go back to Charlie Horlock. Keep your messages coming in. Let us know you're cheering on in the final stages of this Southern League encounter. Jones now. Again looking for that switch. For this time to De Silva. He's come on for Bradley Bell. Takes the ball down nicely. And now Lewis Barker finding Gleason again. Gleason, nice ball through into Sneelis. Good Former turn. Rushton and Diamonds man. And now oh, it's well worked by Richardson. Goes away from his man. He just hit that too far up and over the top though. Canary's winning four of their last five league games at home. And uh, looking to add to that tally here against Bedford Town, but still goalless. Who's going to want the points more the longer it goes on? You feel one of these teams is going to gradually shut up shop. Now Barker's down, holding his leg in the hitching defence, and the physios come on. Yeah, I don't know what's happened there, actually, with uh, LB. He's, uh, he is down. He don't look to be in too much discomfort, but... Uh, He's a strong boy, and he say so wouldn't you wouldn't yeah. know it anyway. He will always get back up and try and soldier on, won't Absolutely. he? Absolutely. There you go. 
So Lewis Barker back to his feet. No arm done. So De Silva will leave the ball for Barker to take the throw in then. I have to say it's nice as well. It's not pitch black here yet as well as January almost turns into February. It's still, you know, it's grey uh, uh, overhead, but, you know, it's not dark by any means. Not really. Barker flicking the ball down. The ball had just gone behind for a Bedford throw in. And the Eagles will just settle things down now. Pick up possession once again for Sam Warburton, who had a great chance, had a couple of great chances on the left side in the first half, but couldn't take them. Chipped over now. Callum Donnelly's offside. He's tried to lob Horlock anyway. And it's going to trickle out for a throw-in <laughs> in the end. And Horlock will have the throw-in. will have to go over and retrieve the ball. Yeah, it's just kind of pittering out now yeah. a little bit. I think uh, if, you, if you're Bedford, you're definitely going to be more pleased with a nil-nil than you are mm. if you're hitching town, I can tell you that. Yeah, down the wrong end of the table, Bedford Town. Still a healthy eight points above the relegation zone if this result stands, though. They were yeah. five points above it, and Gary Setchell was dismissed earlier on this season. The attendance of 823 is announced. A brilliant crowd. Superb. Highest of the season so far. And the highest in the league, as we're told, since April 2016. That's amazing. Uh, Glyn David Jones has said it's Badger again. I've just had my hallway painted yellow. Get that winning goal. Go Canaries. I like to hear that. <laughs> Hallock then the free kick into the last nine now at top field. Nil-nil draw would mean that Graham Tomlinson and Callum Donnelly will extend their unbeaten runners in charge of Bedford in on interim terms to five games, two wins and five draws across two spells. One after Setchell was sacked and now back in after Paul Davis was dismissed. They drew two all with Bromsgrove in their last game two weeks ago, going one nil down in that one. Don't light your cigars just yet, Bedford Town. There's Hitchin are now mounting their no, own attack. This game is there's still a, a couple more twists, I feel, anyway, in this derby. Can Hitchin and can Bedford come up with something? Foul here on Giamfi. He's just been a bundle of energy constantly. Oh, Ball played yes, through please. now. Oh, he stayed on Cy via a hitching deflection. It's Connor Tomlinson going up against Toby Cy. Onto his right foot and it's blocked well. De Silva can now clear, but straight to Callum Donnelly. He'd love a long shot, I'm sure, if he gets oh, an man. opportunity at one, but he just goes wide now. Over across to our near side. Keeble out to uh, Will Owens. Owens now nicely played to... Uh, the striker and now in for Kiamfi Hall. Gleason is just going to see it behind. He's done ever so well there, Stephen Gleason, and a throw in for Charlie Horlock. Even get, gets a little pat on the back there for uh, <laughs> for his man there. Yeah, he does. They respect each other there, Kiamfi and Gleason. Gleason, a former Milton Keynes man, Kiamfi on loan there. Colville have now equalised against Ilkeston. So Hitchens' hopes are moving into the playoffs, albeit temporarily, maybe over. This afternoon, at least, the Canaries are back in action next Saturday as they travel to St. Ives, who are currently 11th uh, in the table. And We're going to try and get to that one. Yeah, we'll hopefully be there anyway. Keep an eye on our social channels, though, to, for confirmation that we'll be there. It was an awful defeat for Hitchin there last season, a rainy Tuesday night. Mm. Former Hitchin man, Roger Gordon Douglas, I think, scored the only goal in that one. But Hitchin will be looking to come out and win again there as the ball goes behind for a throw in seven to go and I'll ask for your man of the match in a few minutes time you feel it's probably going to be one of those hitch and defenders so far 
Yeah, no, it's um, it, I, I, again going forward. I just think that we haven't taken our chances, although we've been sort of on the attack. It's just it's been like that for both teams, though, to be fair. So that it's been a game of defence. Throwing down the right hand side, the Bedford fans still singing and whacking things and making themselves heard is Jones. Edie to his left. Kieran Jones keeps going up against Rene Howe. Lays it off for Edie. Goes past Howe. And now Guvea trying to turn past his man and he can't. Just takes too long. And they win it back. Played long now past Simon. Horlock will just settle things down. Back into his box. He can pick up possession. Still goalless. To the closing stages of this game. Lane Edie now. Back to Charlie Horlock. In the all-red goalkeeper strip. Still no sign of the lonely Joshua Allen from Luton. He may well have to wait to next weekend for a first appearance. Mark Burke not wanting to change anything. Well, there was a flash, and I think this could be him. It could be Finley Wilkinson, though, perhaps as well, who is another good player to be able to bring on. Now Sneelis trying to flick one off. He's laid it through to Idiokoa. Looking to spin away on the edge of the box. He's forced back into and midfield. Well Still done. Daniel Idiokoa. Brilliant work from him. Jones across on the left-hand side. Winds up the cross, and oh. it's headed away by a Bedford man. Behind for a Hitchin throw-in. Still a couple of minutes to go. Hitchin on the front foot now. Can Bedford hold strong? They've done it for uh, for 89 minutes so far. Eight, still five left, mate. Five, five left. Plus added time. Edie with the throw-in. Sneelis is there as well. Hitchin lining up Wilkinson to come on, but we will play on for the time being. Edie with the throw-in then. Finding Guvea, bringing the ball down. Looking to play the ball through. It's nicely worked. Edie will play it into Idiokoa, and it's just all too nice and too casual, and Bedford can bring the ball away. Hitchin have not been ruthless enough in those areas, neither of their opposition today. Good work by Jones, who is a proper fan favourite at the moment from our match ball sponsors. He Ooh. then slides in, misses the man, misses the ball. <laughs> and probably a good thing that he did. Yeah. Now Alban Jones, sorry, Sanders spins away, wants to release the ball into Tomlinson. Oh, Sanders might go all the way. He's gone past Toby Sipe. Charlie Sanders, he's dragged his shot wide. But what a run it was from centre-back to striker. And he's pulled a shot wide. Well, that was the secret weapon that, uh, that Callum was on about, getting that man coming through like that. He's literally strolled through the Hitchin defence. Uh, and his shot was, well, it's poor, really, I guess, by his standards. As uh, yeah. Hitchin now make uh, that substitution. On comes Finley Wilkins for Diogo Gouve and then he was brilliant in the first half he rattled the post with that free kick but he struggled to make inroads in the second yeah he has really yeah just to sort of get his game together now and uh, and to be fair a lot of that's to do with Bedford you know and they've just sort of man marshaled him very well here comes Wilkinson let's get your man of the match then if you're ready yeah, I mean, it's it's a no-brainer, really. It was either going to go to Bradley Bell or to to, uh, to Jonesy, and I'm going to give it to Jonesy. Yeah, I will 100% agree with that one, mate. Good decision. Kieran Jones, our HCFC Radio Man of the Match, uh, here at top field then. Into the final three minutes, plus added on time. Syme heading away now. Gianfi coming forward. Hitchin will be wanting to attack here, but they'll be heartbroken if Bedford can go and snatch something. The thing going in their favour, though, Bedford haven't won 1-0 all season long. Here's <laughs> Hay coming forward. Hitchin won't want them to start today. De Silva gets a bit lucky here. Finds Idiokoa. Goes back out wide. Rio De Silva now. Crossed in. Deep 
into the box. Oh, Wilkinson was lurking. Edie might get there. He flicks one through. Wilkinson stayed on side. Plays the ball in. Oh, it's oh. saved at the near post. It wasn't really the option there for Wilkinson. Saved by Palmer. Bedford bring it away, though. But Hitchin are now starting to go into top gear with Jones. Gets past his man. Down to Wilkinson on the left-hand side, trying to shimmy his way through. It's one back by Keeble, though. And Bedford all clear. Up towards Howe, nods the ball down, and now the Eagles can come on the counter-attack. Time is run nicely as Tomlinson, good header away by Toby Syme, and the ball eventually spins out for a throw in for Callum Donnelly. Wants to take it quick, but it's going to have to wait now into Tomlinson straight away. Bedford now can come forward, chip down the right and a real waste by Tomlinson, and the Hitchin fans are <laughs> let him know as well, yeah. as you'd expect. <laughs> I was just looking over here straight away at us. There's nothing to do with us, Cal. <laughs> he wants to know exactly which Hitchin fans are laughing at him there. Yeah. Gleason down for the moment, and both teams are going to use this as an opportunity to get some final words of wisdom from their coaches. As the physio will come on. I don't think Hitchin will mind this at all. Might be a bit of a tactical injury here from Steve Gleason. Yeah, quite possibly. But he has, mate, to be fair, I mean, he was... He was um, he was quite on my list for man of the match as well. I think he's had an absolutely great game. Apart from his card for that, um, yeah. which has probably let him down for my man of the Few match. Few people reckon he could have gone. Bedford certainly did. I think he could have had an early bath. <laughs> it was late. It was ugly. But he got away with just a yellow in the end. Looks like those teeth that went into this game were only meant for smiling. <laughs> There's another substitution. Yeah, one final one. This might be the debutante, or it, it might be Cody, be. It's Cody Cott Stevens it coming is. on. Yeah, so Alan will wait for the moment. Mark Burt might not want to throw him into the, the bear pit of this game. And no. The bull ring. Cody Cott Stevens will replace Gleason then. Mm -hmm. He always gives his 100%, even if that can spill over. He's played all right today. And he's now going to have to make his way off to the near side. Shakes hands with the ref. And the referee just explaining yeah, that he's go got off. to go over on the near side. And he <laughs> just smiles. He knows what he's doing. He does the referee. Of course he does. So Gleason off. Cody Cott-Stevens on. Can often be something of an insurance policy for Hitchin to just see out a game, Cody Cott-Stevens. But there's one or two more chances left in this if, if either side wants it. Because I think Bedford might be kicking themselves for some of the opportunities they've yeah. missed. They've not really created much, but the amount of times they spurn possession in those good areas. I've, I just think it's been a bit like that for both teams, really. I mean, with the, you, there's been great passages of play, but just nothing in the, in the, to finish it off. Gianfi heading down from that free kick. Edie now heading one forward to Wilkinson, who looks to turn. He's got Edie overlapping as well. Wilkinson finds oh. him. It's just behind Lane Edie who's just not having his best game today. Jones now comes across, swings his foot through that clearance. Up to Bedford's defence, and again, it's over the top. Four, Four minutes, minutes added on. Jones now, Cody Cotsteel was a great intervention to clear this one away. De Silva nodding down. Hay trying to flick one through. It's then cleared away. Oh, and a free kick's gone against it. I'm not quite sure how. I'm not sure about Hay that was one. just trying to play the ball, get his foot in there. <laughs> <laughs> so Kings Langley now trail by two goals to an L to Barwell. So as things stand, then Hitchnell, Hitchnell stays sick because of Colville's equaliser. Colville will stay two points above the Canaries. The game between the two sides has been rearranged for a Tuesday night in next month. We will hopefully be able to go up and cover that. Bedford will stay where they were as well yeah. uh, in 16th place. Business as, as usual. 
Yeah, draw keeping everything the same. Bedford long now, though. Could they go and nick three points? Headed down by Rene Howe, and it will go all the way through for a goal kick. Bedford yeah. fans went to the corner. Yeah. And they're not going to get one. So IDNet, the match ball sponsors today. It's got to be Kieran Jones. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and they give him a big cheer. To be fair, they've got that one right in our book. Yeah, they However many are. beers they've had, they've there got that go. one right. Kieran Jones, man of the match. He'll get the bottle of champagne as well. It looks like that's getting shared between that. Yeah, to be fair, there. they, there's probably none of it left for him. In the lion's den. <laughs> All lot to take. Can they be match full sponsors every week? They're I'll making more noise than our, our fans. They've enjoyed it, haven't they? Nice header down now up to Rene Howe. Howe is working his way back in. And goes wide now to Tomlinson, who's missed a few really good opportunities. He'll take on Jones. He just stands out, hangs a foot in there. You don't get treatment like this at Brackley, Kieran, do you? <laughs> <laughs> he must miss it. Alvin Jones then. Feeling, sorry, Owens will pick up possession for the throw in. Two minutes to go. A brilliant derby day at top field. And I think a draw, Marek, might just be the right result. Well, yeah, I mean, both both teams, like I say, defensively, it's been a, a, a match for me of two defences that have been really effective uh, at dealing with the with the onslaught coming. The closest for me was Guvea's free kick in the early part of the game, uh, just hitting the post. That was the only one that was, for me, really goalward bound. The others had been defended and, and dealt with properly. Goal kick then for Horlock. One minute and ten seconds pretty much left on the clock. <laughs> And I think both teams have resigned themselves that this is going to finish Hitchin Town nil, Bedford Town nil. As the Hitchin fans will start making their way off. I'm sure a few of them will travel down to St Ives, not too far, the away game next week. No coach for that one. It's down near Huntingdon in St Ives. Hallock long over the top there. Down the right-hand side. Hay was there, as was Idiokoa. He's been excellent as well. Yes, he has. He's had to really scrap in there as Cody Cook Stevens fouls his man. Yeah, slowly but surely. Yeah. Hey, hey not happy down. up there. Sneelis was having to get rid of him. Donnelly was in there breaking it up. Of course. As well. So free kick from Bedford Town then. 30 seconds to go. And we will all have to go for a lie down after this one. Well, Bedford are throwing players forward in this one. You yeah, think they've probably... got the free kick. Probably the final action of this game. It's going to be hit long up and over the top, down the middle. Hay is jogging back here, and Jones, of course, is there to flick it away. And then Edie stretching. He can't keep the ball in play, or has he? He has. Down towards Finley Wilkinson. Oh, no, it's gone out for a throw-in. So Bedford will have it. Wilkinson is time-wasting as much as he can here. Trying to get his shoulder in on Donnelly to stop him doing anything. He knows what he's doing, Wilkinson. Yeah. Throwing now into Rene Howe. Back into the midfield, and now wide. Owens. Donnelly again. Could he have the last laugh in this game? Owen still gets fast lane. Edie needs to get the ball in the box. He tries to. It hits Cody Cott Stevens behind for a corner. We We're go. into the 95th minute now. We've played more than the four minutes that were added on. And now Bedford have the chance to seal a famous Derby Day victory. They've got a corner kick here in front of their travelling supporters. Hitch, you just have to see it out. I would have everybody in there, mate. This is obviously the last yeah. last kick of the game, and they've still got four players Here on the midfield. Here comes the corner. Hugh Alvin Jones. It's a low flat one. It's awful. It's headed away by Idiokoa, and it's full there time. And that sums things up for Bedford. They've got into some really good positions, but they have been wasteful when they've had those opportunities. And to an extent, so have the Canaries. It'll finish Hitchin Town nil, Bedford Town nil. Let's all take a breath. What a game. I think so as well, Freddie. Nice. Uh, 
Yeah, a very good game if you're the neutral. It's been absolutely wonderful. If you're a Bedford Town fan, you're going to be a little bit disappointed. If you're a Hitchin Town, you're going to be frustrated. I sound like a scratch record because I've said that already, but that's pretty much how it was. Take nothing away from the defence and, uh, and the man with the rattle. But um, yeah, it, it's been a game of uh, two defences really for me. Yeah, both sets of defences have done well. Warburton, Richardson, Sion is dropping in. Auburn Jones is magnificent. But Barker, Syme and Kieran and Jones they have held firm today haven't they Jones yeah. was just magnificent yeah no he was he, he really was and uh, let, listen I'm, to be fair I'm a little bit disappointed that Berkey didn't change things up a little bit earlier you know was he but, a bit too hesitant you know up against these rivals to try and push more for the I win I think so to be fair I think so you know um, because you know we are at home we can go into fifth there's loads of incentives to push forward and, and, and do something can change it up a little bit you know uh, admittedly you aren't conceding a goal at the moment Admit, don't I mean, you have to change your defence up. Maybe bring something in the midfield, something up front a little bit, um, maybe just a little bit, you know, too little, too late, maybe towards the end. But, hey, it's a point uh, for, for each of them, and it's a better result than we had at their place. So Callum Dunley comes to top field and leaves it with a point. Hitchin will go again. Uh, St Ives next Saturday. They'll be battered and bruised after this, and they'll be pleased they're not playing on Monday night. It's full-time after a cracking local derby. Hitchin Town nil, Bedford Town nil.